0: events programme is also planned. Much of southern and central England will be affected by high levels of air pollution today and tomorrow. The cause is a combination of light winds, local pollution and dust blown from the Sahara. Andrew Grieve is a senior air quality analyst at King's College London.
1: Really quite rare. Uh, and it's also rare for air to be arriving at the UK from such long distances as well looking back, we had some Saharan dust uh, depositioned in 2008 and also in 2000. I'm sure people would have noticed some Saharan dust on their, their car.
0: A tsunami alert has been issued following a massive earthquake 60 miles off the coast of northern Chile. The quake, measuring 8.3, is the most powerful recorded so far this year. There's a call this morning for 20 miles per hour speed limits in all urban areas. According to a survey by the road safety charity Brake, nearly 80% of people think 20 miles per should be the norm around schools, in residential streets, and in village, town, and city centres. Her Buckinghamshire barmaid is due to celebrate her 100th birthday later this month at the pub where she still works. Dolly Savile from Wendover does three shifts a week at the Red Lion in the town, having started there more than 70 years ago. Captain
2: Fode, he was my first boss, and he said, "I think now, Dolly, you could start to serve." So I said, "Oh no." I said I should give him the wrong change
0: because I was a dancer
2: at school. (laughs) And uh, he said, no, you'll be all right.
0: In sport, Luton are closing in on the conference title after two late goals, gave them a 2-1 victory at Dartford with the winner from leading scorer
3: Andre Gray. I managed to get a good header on it and it's gone in, so it happened at a perfect time as well and we've got the resilience now to hold out games and just see them out and we've just got to do it for three more games now and we'll get over the line.
0: Steve Ninja off the bottom of League One but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to Leeds Wolves and Manchester United drew one all at home to Bayern Munich in the first leg of their Champions League quarter final. The weather, early mist will lift through the morning followed by sunny spells but with a chance of thundery showers a maximum temperature 18 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three county
4: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks
0: It's a lovely place to live, you've got the river
5: in front of you
4: It's all about where you live
5: oh, I personally can't say a bad thing about it
4: And all this week we're featuring Shefford and Chick Sands Surrounded by wildlife,
5: with lovely vistas to look at
4: It's a really friendly, lovely place to come to The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks BBC Three Counties
6: Radio
7: What a great idea! a shoe built on blocks I'll
8: call them blocker boots we'll sell a million block-a-boots, block-a-boots.
9: Seriously, uh, only you guys that tune in from the start of the show get that bonus material. The losers that turn in tune in at seven o'clock, they don't get that gold. They don't get the block of boots gold. And don't tell them when they swan in at seven o'clock, all cocky, all cocky, lucky, and oh yeah, you missed first. Don't tell them what they missed. It's our secret. And, and tick your rage our diaries now. Morning. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Lots to talk about this morning, including... Payday loans feel the pinch. Pensioners pull the pints. And safety campaigners hit the brakes. If you want to have your say on these uh, old stories, then you're more than welcome to. Facebook.com forward slash etc... 81333, start your texts, etc. Or you can give me a phone call, 08459 455 555.
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
9: This is BBC
10: Three Counties Radio. You funny little pervert.
8: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Your imagination End of the conversation Dark-
9: Make that happen. I'm so, oh, it's got me enthused. I'm tempted just to play that all morning and be enthused. Very rarely am I enthused. Uh, Lots to talk about this morning, including thousands of pounds, yours today, with an interest rate of just, what, 5,000%? What could possibly go wrong? Well, plenty, according to the financial watchdog, the FCA. The authority has promised to put payday lenders out of business if they fail to follow strict new rules. It's thought this could stop around a quarter of them offering short-term high-interest loans. The sort of loans you wouldn't take out unless you were foolish or, I don't know, maybe quite desperate. So what happens if you fall into that latter category? Well, I'm joined now by Labour's parliamentary candidate for Milton Keynes South, Andrew Pakes. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ian. It's, you, well, you're sounding very perky for this ridiculous time of the day. How are you doing it?
1: Uh, I'm do- I've got a big mug of coffee uh, in front of Ah,
9: yes, I'll put an order in for one of those. Uh, <laughs> there, there is a market for these loans, isn't there, Andrew?
1: And what we know is that, you know, with prices rising faster than wages, lots of families in Milton Keynes and across the Three Counties area are really struggling to make ends meet. Uh, And what I see and what I hear from Citizens Advice, from Step Change, the, the debt charity, is that... Lots of people facing that desperation are turning to payday loans. And while some people uh, get the money they need and it all works out fine, a number of people are being really trapped badly uh, in escalating loans and a a cycle of debt.
9: Is that down to to foolishness? Because if they're used properly, if it is literally a payday loan, you go and borrow some money on a Wednesday because you know you're going to get paid on a Friday, that's actually quite helpful for some people, isn't it?
1: But what we need are fair rules. We need the big companies to involve in offering their loans to do exactly what these new rules say. That when someone comes in for an Astra loan, that they, they do the proper checks. They explain the small print to people before they take out a loan. So anyone borrowing money... Mm. Uh, explicitly knows exactly what they're getting into and what the uh, FSA the authority said yesterday is that up to a quarter of these companies may not be offering those rules I think that's absolutely right If people are not doing the proper financial checks, the companies are not giving people the full information before they offer a loan, then they should be banged to rights. And that's what these new rules
11: should do.
9: I heard uh, yesterday some of these uh, payday loan companies on various radio stations kind of uh, whinging a little bit, saying, oh, hang on a second, you're going to close a significant number of these companies if these rules are brought into place. What would your reaction be to that, Andrew?
1: We should have no truck with rogue traders in the business at all. And some of the horror stories suggest that some of the operators, not the big legitimate ones, some of the operators have practices going on which we, you know, which are not that far uh, removed from loan sharks. You know, we we hear horror stories of people struggling with their debt, going back to the companies involved and the loan firms, then tell them to take out another loan, adding even more misery and debt to it. There are clear rules already for how these companies should operate, Mm. and what we know is many of them fail to use those rules in the first place.
9: The FCA, if I've got this right, is taking over the the regulation of of thousands of these credit providers and debt management firms from the Office of Fair Trading, uh, and they can uh, impose fines, they can order refunds, and they can ban misleading adverts. Is, Is that it?
1: Absolutely. They've got the power to step in and to financially penalise or to um, put another penalty in place for some of these bad companies. Now, this is a big step forward. I've been campaigning on this, and we've had groups in Milton Keynes campaigning on this for several years. It's not everything I wanted. I would still like to see a cap on the interest rate. So uh, people can take out payday loans if they want to, but we end some of the bonkers you know, sky-high interest rates we see. That's not being done, but what we are seeing at the moment are new rules put in place that should stop the rogue traders, and that's an important step forward.
9: Andrew, I appreciate your time. Go and finish your coffee, boss. That's uh, the Labour's parliamentary candidate for Milton Keynes South, Andrew Pakes. Over to you. Now, I am lucky enough that at the moment, and for the past few years, I've kind of had a few quid in my pocket. So I have not had to go to these payday lenders I'm guessing that some of you listening to this possibly have had to do that, possibly in the middle of doing it now. Can I ask why? Very simple question, why? Why have you used payday lenders? What what's what chain of events has brought you into a situation where you've got to go online or you've got to get an app or you've got to go into a shop and uh, uh, get some money? For a few weeks. And have you been caught in in this this trap, this cycle that we're hearing about, where y- you borrow some money, but then you kind of struggle to pay that back, so you, you perhaps borrow some money from somewhere else? 08459 four double five five double five. I just need a little bit of help with this one. It's not happened to me yet. It may possibly happen at some point in the future. And I'm certainly not judging people who use payday loans. But l- let's start with an easy question. Why? Why have you had to use them and have you found them helpful oh eight four five nine four double five five double five bbc three counties radio let's get the travel news now with alice travel news for beds cards and bugs
12: bbc three counties radio good morning starting with the speed sensors in Welling garden city valley road as you leave town and approach the a1m looking heavy at the moment also heading between St Albans and Sandridge, the Sandridge Road slow in both directions around Marshalls Wick. The Park Street roundabout north orbital approach looking heavy as you head towards St Albans. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three hey. Counties Radio.
9: Alice, what's going on this morning? What do you mean? That was possibly the best travel I've ever heard you do. Oh, was really? That was awesome. Oh great what are, you, are you working out What are you, are you looking? What's changed in your life
12: I've been doing excessive voice exercises yeah, we, I, I, Good cup of tea
9: A good cup of tea Yes please Milk no sugar Alice thank you very much That's the second hint I've dropped That I'd like a hot beverage And my team haven't picked up on it The second hint I've dropped I've dropped one with Andrew Pakes One with Alice Glossop I'll drop one with the audio Coming up in the next bit yeah, so try not to drop one when you're live on there. That's the that's the lesson. Right, 6.16, it's... Uh, where are we now? Wednesday, the 2nd of April? What? I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Financial Conduct Authority says it believes up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate. St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. And in sport, Luton are closing in on the conference title after two very, very late goals just gave them a 2-1 victory at Dartford. But for a while, it was touch
4: and go.
6: Original British drama on BBC
4: One. The Great War's volunteers didn't all choose the battlefield.
3: Where are we going? Hospital 25A, not far from the front.
4: Some chose conflict of a different kind. It's difficult for my nurses, civilian girls on the wards. These
3: extra pairs of
5: hands and feet. God knows we need them.
13: They chose to save lives, to save their own. You didn't volunteer out of duty. You volunteered to escape. The
6: Crimson Field. Starring Hermione Norris and Saran Jones. Part of World oh. War One on the BBC. I like Sunday S- night mm, at night on BBC One okay. and BBC One HD. Thank
11: you.
9: I like Saran Jones. Do you? Yeah, she was in Coronation Street what's wrong
6: i interviewed her once yeah she's very um
9: well you used to you did the um the, f- no, no, the no, no, circular no. finger around the no, head no, no, she was no. bonkers
6: no not bonkers she wasn't really nuts no no not bonkers that's unfair it, I, I it interv- was more um hard work
9: i interviewed her she i bet she's the kind of lady that responds better to the uh, gentle touch of a gentleman because i interviewed her and let's just say we got on a, uh, like a house on fire was it
6: in person yeah, it was in person. Maybe it was that. Maybe if she'd have seen me in person, she would have thought, bum chicka wow wow <laughs> She wouldn't have thought, bum chicka wow wow
9: It would have gotten yeah. better.
6: I don't know. I don't think she was very into it. She it was
9: way. very into the interview that I gave oh, her. Oh, no,
6: strange. It was I a ga- long time ago.
9: So was mine. Mine was 12 years ago. I gave oh, her it was a, around
6: the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right,
9: OK. I thought she was delightful. I found this was when she was in Coronation Street. I found all of the cast of Coronation Street I interviewed to be delightful, and all of the cast from EastEnders to be absolutely up themselves.
7: Oh, Kelly Betts I once called Nasty Nick. Hello, Nasty Nick. From Big Brother. From Nick Cotton. Oh right. Off of EastEnders. Oh, yep. from Big Brother's actually all right.
9: Yeah, he's alright. He's just he? I
7: called Nasty Nick to set up an interview. Yep. And he answered it. Hello. I said, hi, I'm just wondering, it's Kelly from Three Counties. This is the most inconvenient time. How dare you call me on a private number when I'm getting my hair cut? If you want to speak to me, go through my agent.
6: And then he hung up. Why did he answer the phone if he was getting his hair cut? That's what I always think. Who answers their phone when they're
9: getting a haircut?
6: <gasps> don't answer the phone. He's so
9: nasty, that Nick.
6: He's such a nasty Nick. The woman next to me last time I was getting my haircut was texting the whole time. Is oh, that OK now?
9: Yeah, it is. No, I, I don't turn, think it's OK. I turn my phone off when I have a haircut. Yeah, and I endure. No, I can't relax. I get really tense. I get a tension headache because I'm, f- I'm having an enforced conversation for 40, 45 minutes.
8: Oh. Um,
9: and I just... I've So... So how are the kids? Yeah, they're fine. How are yours? Hmm? Good. I don't know what to say next... You go to a holiday. I asked the holiday question. Oh wow,
6: my hairdresser's quite Get quiet. I like it. about it, it. I don't quiet.
7: like texting because I'm I'm worried Sorry? that they're they're looking over my shoulder at what I'm, I'm having.
9: Like a really <laughs> rubbish haircut.
7: <laughs> <laughs> my hairdresser's
9: <a> right, Munter. <laughs> uh, fun times, uh, guys. I'm on a nineties trip this morning. Trip oh, really? or tip? Tip. Tip. I'm on a nineties. I'm on a ragged tip it tomorrow. Was the nineties? I'm on a nineties tip this morning. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking. I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. Can you dig it, Mock Turtles?
6: Oh! Now! Yeah, they were on a 60s tip. Well, let's,
9: let's go to the 60s via the 90s. Can we have that, Kelly
7: Betts? Yeah!
9: Can you dig it, Mock Turtles? I'll
7: just see if I can dig it out. Let's, let's see if we
9: can dig it. 90s tip. You got, well, let's, I tell you what, guys. Let's, let's turn this into a, into a house party. If you've got any 90s tip requests... Oh, wait, 459 455
6: Call me now. Was the streets the 90s? No. I heard it yesterday. It was so funny. It was that one about standing in the queue at the chip shop? Oh dear. I'm not trying to. to pull, pull you, me.
7: even though I would, would like to. How are you spelling mock turtles?
9: How, how would you think you're spelling mock turtles?
7: M O C K. Yeah, sure. No, go on. Then you ought to tell me. That's no, yeah, right. That's right. Oh, it's not coming up. Mm. There's no mock turtles in our system. Whoa! This cannot be.
9: Just type in. Can you dig it?
7: All right. Can are we doing this in real time?
9: It seems like dig it.
7: it. Oh. Oh, it's the Mock Turtles.
9: Oh, it's. Mm. Mm.
7: There's no swearing in it, is there?
9: I hope not. Mm. Do you know who's? Do you know whose brothers in this band Yours? wrote this song?
7: Yours, Paul McCartney. No, no, no,
9: <laughs> no. Pl- pl- I tell you what. Here's, here's a b- pop quiz question, kids. Whose brother is was in the Mock Turtles? Well, they're
7: all someone's brother.
9: But yeah, but it's someone's famous's brothers.
7: Do you know the monkeys did a version of Can You Dig It?
9: Y- y- oh boy, oh boy. Don't tell me that's on the system because that <laughs> might get a play.
7: That is on the system. Psychedelic.
9: Right. Is it up there yet?
7: You give me two ticks and a lamb's <laughs> shake. <laughs> whatever the saying is. Not today, Jeffrey. <laughs>
9: <laughs> to just tell him already. He's not coming on. <laughs> tell him if he comes on, I'll cut him off straight away.
7: Right, hold on, I'm saving I've got this. Num- Save as the... Okay, Jeff box. Jeffrey
9: thinks he's coming yeah, on this I morning. Trust me, he's not. Yeah. He knows if he comes on, he's not going to come on, doesn't he? Yeah, he still calls every day.
6: Yeah, he's got a request. He wants Suzanne Vega. Yeah, uh,
7: it's in. Right. But I need to know that I-, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. What if they're swearing?
9: Well, then you probably lose your job.
6: Kath, um, I'll probably lose my job. Shall I think I mean? it's all right. <laughs> oh!
9: The 1990s! <laughs> who's famous brother? No. Who's... Someone's famous brothers was in this band's? Who's... <gasps> in Studio B, and we're joined by work experience Rose this morning. Good morning to you. Rose, welcome. We'll start with you. Who was his famous brother?
6: Um, I have absolutely no idea. That's
9: the incorrect answer. Let's go straight to Kelly Betts. Kelly Betts, who was his famous brother?
6: Lily
7: Savage. Oh,
9: do you know what? You're not a million miles off. Catherine Boyle, I'll give you a clue. The gentleman's name in the band is Brendan. Titch Marsh. Coogan. Steve Coogan's brother.
6: Alan Titchmarsh. Brent,
9: no, it's, Bre- it's Brendan Coogan. What's
6: he singing about digging for, then?
9: It's Steve Coogan's brother.
6: Charlie Dimmock. No. Really? Yes, it
9: is, Kelly. Thank you. Wow. Brendan Coogan. I, Steve- I
6: wonder who's their favourite out of
7: the... which one the parents favour.
9: Well, probably Brendan for a while. Yeah. And then Steve. <laughs>
7: and,
6: then, and then Steve.
9: 08459 four double five five double five. It's 90s Morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. We'll take some requests.
6: My dad used to work with the bloke from the farm. <laughs> Not a farmer, the saxophone one. Now, the way things
9: are with the economy... What? No, the trumpet. Okay, we haven't got time to do this thing now. Do it. Right. The way... The farmer are awful. Get on their groovy train. for goodness sakes. The way things are with the economy, it means many of us will have to work longer than we planned. But one woman from Buckinghamshire has taken that to extremes. Barmaid Dolly Savile is about to turn 100. Oh. For 70 of those years, she's been pulling... Pints at the Red Lion in Wendover, where she still works three shifts a week. It's not bad considering she didn't fancy the job in the first place. And we sent our reporter Ben Nye to have
2: a chat with Dolly. Captain Foad, he was my first boss, and he said, um, Would you, I think now, Dolly, you could start to serve. So I said, uh, Oh, no. I said I should give him the wrong change because I was a dancer at school <laughs> and uh, he said no you'll be all right I said no I don't think so thank you he said oh well we will see anyway I started to serve and I quite enjoyed it do
14: you think working has kept you young in a way because you're able to still keep active oh and
2: gosh yes Yes, I so say I meet lovely people that come in here and have a laugh with them. And, and as the
14: barmaid, you've got to keep order as well, haven't you, in the bar? So do you have to kind Oh, yes,
2: of... when I was in the um, saloon bar. Oh, yes. Because she's a remarkable lady. She really is. How long have you been drinking here? Um, well,
14: for 50 years. And you've known Dolly all that time? She was 49 when I first met her. My goodness. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And what's she like as a barmaid? Does she, she still keep you all in check, even though she's... Uh... Oh, yeah, she's supposed to tell you off you're misbehaving. She
5: makes us behave ourselves. Oh, size. yeah.
14: <laughs> <she does. laughs> no, no, you boys. That's enough of that. Yeah. I can but... see you're all troublemakers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In terms of, kind of, your family and stuff, like, do they worry about you, kind of, up and about, here in the pub?
2: No, dear, No.
14: If they tried to get you to put your feet up, would you tell them where to go?
2: We might do. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? I wouldn't listen to them, and they know I wouldn't, you see. Is working that important to you, then? Oh, yeah. This is my second home. She's an amazing person. She brings a lot of fun to, uh,
14: to uh, the Red Lion. Gets on well with all the rest of the staff and is loved by everybody. So uh, are you the most famous person in Wendover, would you say? Well,
2: yeah, I say yes.
10: <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Broughton, things looking a bit heavy on the speed sensors. Charles Way, we've got some queues approaching the Northfield Roundabout as you head towards the M1. Also between Dunstable and the M1, Luton Road is busy to head towards the motorway. And again, in Luton, queues at the Kidneywood Roundabout on the London Road, and that's on traffic trying to join the motorway as well. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio.
10: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
12: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 6.30. I'm Simon Oxley. Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate, according to the Financial Conduct Authority. St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. Ten projects nationwide will receive a total of £30 million under plans announced this morning. And much of southern and central England will be affected by high levels of air pollution today and tomorrow. Dust blown all the way from the Sahara Desert has mixed with industrial pollution. Pollution from here and across Europe. Three Counties Sports.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Luton are closing in on the conference title after two goals in the last eight minutes. Gave them a 2-1 win at Dartford. Pelly Ruddock and Andre Gray were the scorers. Here's assistant manager Terry Harris. They made it
15: very hard for us and um, we started off as a 4-4-2. So said in the first half we was in control, you know. Mm. But both boxes, we, we, did, we didn't put our chances away in the first half. We had a couple of chances and we didn't defend the corner very well. And then you make changes second half and you hope one of those changes comes to the fore and Pelly came up with a good, for, certainly for the first goal.
0: Luton remained 13 points clear after Cambridge also won but three more wins will be enough for the Hatters. Stevenage are off the bottom of League One but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to lead as Wolves but an important point for Graham Westley's side. They're the top side they're champions elect, they're,
16: they're in good form not been conceding a lot of goals and they've been scoring a plenty so um, it was always a game that people were going to probably feel was there for them to win rather than us but I uh, thought the lads you know, showed what I've been saying which is that In 2014, since we brought one or two in, we haven't been a bottom side. We were bottom because of the start that we had to the season.
0: Manchester United drew one all at home to Bayern Munich in the first leg of their Champions League quarter final. Here's manager David Moyes.
17: I'm happy with the performance. Uh, A bit disappointed with the result in the end. I thought the players put in a great great effort, great commitment tonight. A bit disappointed we maybe could have taken one of the other chances in the game we had. But we played a very good team tonight in Bayern Munich and I'm sure everybody saw that tonight
0: as well. Tonight, Chelsea are away to Paris Saint-Germain. Hemel Hempstead are nine points clear at the top of the Southern League Premier Division after a 2-0 home win over Chippenham. And Tiger Woods will miss the US Masters later this month after having surgery on his back. It will be the first time in his career that Woods has missed the Augusta showpiece. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at seven. (laughs)
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Remix. Rewind.
9: 90s morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. We've just decided. So far, we've had The Divine Comedy. Uh, then we had The Mock Turtles. Can You Dig It? Which was a great tune. That was a good song. Uh, I've end. We're going to end before seven o'clock with a classic tune. Wonder stuff. Size of a cow. Oh wow! Look, what's, your, what's that face for?
6: Um, well,
9: go on. It reminds you of past loves.
6: Well, yeah. First, first boyfriend was obsessed with Wonder Stuff.
9: Yeah, and yeah. thought it
6: was cool to sort of behave like. That, Behave like Miles man. Hunt. Yeah,
9: Miles Hunt. There's an unfortunate name, isn't there? I got into a Twitter row with Miles Hunt, the lead singer from the Wonder Stuff, really? because a few years ago. or oh, this is. But oh,
6: he's such a reasonable, um, mild mannered man. This
9: is about ten years ago. I went to see them at the Forum. Okay, the Wonder Stuff, the Reformed One. This was ten years ago, 2004. Two, three, four. 25 quid a ticket. So I spent fifty quid on two tickets. Right they didn't play the hits they didn't play size of a cow they didn't play welcome to the cheap seats right? the oh. only two songs i know so we went through the whole concert the whole six songs from the new album went through the first encore went through the second encore and we went home angry and disappointed right? he
6: knew that you knew yeah. that he knew he wasn't doing it
9: so then a couple of years ago i mentioned this on on twitter and someone forwarded it onto miles hunt so we ended up having a row both about us being our careers may have you know maybe slightly stalling and then i apologized he said oh it's fine and we became friends
6: Real not friends. friends
9: i'm not going to go around there for a cup of tea
6: friends like um that friend of yours that we had on the other day which friend uh, tony
9: mortimer from E17. Yeah. yeah good friend of mine good friend of mine um jeffrey's on the line
6: morning jeffrey morning, jeffrey
9: morning not today that's jeffrey that's not very nice. biggers is in hemel morning biggers Hello, fella, how are you doing? Hey, Biggers. How are you doing, fella? Biggers, that is a proper 90s name. Oh, twisting my melon, man. Uh, you talk so hip, you're <laughs> twisting my melon, man. Call
6: the cops.
18: So, how are you doing, but, ladies?
9: <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to you, ladies. Hi. Word up. Good. Biggers, Biggers, it's great to have you on board, brother. Um, Hello, Fred, how you doing? Oh, mate, I'm exactly the same I was 20 seconds ago.
19: Brilliant, brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a tune for you, mate. Yes, go on, boss. I'll just give you a clue. Step on Happy Mondays. That must have been the greatest anthem of the 90s, surely.
9: Oh, is that your clue? (laughs) <laughs> is that your clue? Step on the Very happy good. Mondays. Yes, yeah, that was a song and a half, mate. Is that, is, is, are you, sorry, I'm confused. Is that clue leading towards the farm groovy train?
19: <laughs> or was, what about the farm altogether now? I know, that was a tune, I not know, wasn't
9: it? That was it. The farm altogether now was a great song, wasn't it?
19: Yeah, it yep, was together. Pete Wally, wasn't it, Ian? Huh? That was featuring Pete Wiley as well for oh, a did, while,
9: wasn't it? It did feature a little bit of Pete Wiley. I suspect, Biggers, that this morning is kind of... Um, it's like uh, the, the sun has gone down and Dracula has risen from his uh, his coffin. It feels like you've been reanimated after <laughs> 25 years uh, in hibernation. Is it right? That's it, mate.
17: It Good. feels like that
9: to me. You know? well, 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 I'll tell you what we've got. We've got the groovy train or we've got Step On by the Happy Mondays. What do you want? It's got to be Sean Ryder, isn't it? Here we go, boss. There we go. Thank you very much. Featuring Bez, one of the most unpleasant gentlemen I've ever had the displeasure to meet.
20: Cass hey. doing the dog! <laughs> you know he talks so man. You twisting my melon
13: man.
9: 90s morning on BBC Three Counties. I say 90s morning for the next 20 minutes, we stop playing music. So, this is what the suckers who tune in at seven o'clock don't get. They don't get blocker boots, they don't get uh, 90s morning. Losers, they're losers, aren't they?
6: It pays to rise early.
9: It doesn't, it just. I was never a massive fan of the Happy Mondays.
6: I pretended to be. Yeah. I think everyone did, didn't they? Yeah, and then, and then Black
9: Grape. I mean, it wasn't really my cup of tea. I
6: quite like that Name of the Father song. Oh, uh, I mean, I, they were all
9: right, but I never quite got it. I wasn't into the drug culture at the time, you see.
6: It was quite hard to be Mancunian when they were about.
9: While this was playing, you've been chatting to me, in, and I say it's <laughs> in a really strong Mancunian accent, and speaking really fast as well. It's like you're having a flashback or something. I think
6: I am. You know, when I moved down south when I was ten, and then all... The, it pe- all the kids happened. I went to school with, all they knew of Manchester was this.
9: Yeah, it all kicked off.
6: Yeah, so I started talking like that, <laughs> wearing dungarees. <laughs> Oh, man, alive! Oh, wait,
9: 459-455-555 if you want to give us a phone call. We'll have a look at the newspapers, let's, shall let's, we? Let's,
6: let's, let's, let's. do let's. it. Uh, Frankie Knuckles, farewell to the godfather of house music. I don't really know who Frankie Knuckles is. No, that's something else I pretended to like. The
9: house music and dance music wasn't my thing, but I was surprised by the number of people I know on Facebook and Twitter who apparently, excuse me, apparently were big fans of Mr Knuckles.
6: Yes. And his work. Who's only 59. That's no age at all.
9: What, what did he die of? We've all, you know, we're all...
6: Uh Page 45. Okay, page 45. You carry on and I'll find out for you. Okay, well,
9: um, I I, I wasn't prepared for that.
6: I don't think it's going to be in the mail. I saw The
9: Muppets yesterday, the new Muppet film. Yes. It was thoroughly entertaining. It was a little bit heartbreaking, Kelly. It was a little bit heartbreaking because the guy that wrote and directed it used to be a really good friend of mine.
7: Why
9: was it heartbreaking?
7: Sorry. Why was it heartbreaking?
9: Because he could have offered me a part, couldn't he? You
6: could have been Kermit.
9: I could have been... Well, I couldn't have been...
6: Complications related to diabetes. Oh dear, well that's, that's a shame,
9: Mister Knuckles. Anyway, I saw the so I saw the Muppet film, right? And it's quite good. It's, it's quite good. My friend's in it. My friend is in it. He's only in it for a second. If you blink, you you miss it. Is that
6: Mackenzie Crook.
9: That's it. He's so
6: good. He's so good. He's in it for He's two so seconds. So talented,
9: isn't he? Oh, yeah. s- right, Stop really that. of
6: took an... off. Yeah. Oh. So proud to be British when there's people like Mackenzie Crook alive.
9: I don't like nineties morning <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but he's in it. But he didn't tell his kids he was going to be in it, and he kept it a secret oh, for a year.
6: He's an amazing
7: dad, oh. amazing person.
9: I'm trying to get on to see Beebees as the storyteller, and I I'm not telling I've my had kids a about. end
6: like that?
9: Anyway, they went and saw the film, and they went, "Oh, dad, Daddy's in, in oh, it." Oh,
6: that'd be good. Right, see Beebies. They'll take anyone. Right, would they take
7: me? I'd love to. I see was in a the Beebees
9: cinema Beebees. with my boys. Oh, my yeah, eldest gone. boy sat on my lap. My other boy had gone out with the missus because he wanted milk. We were the only people in the cinema. Literally, me and my boy. There's a little B movie, a Monsters, Inc. movie. Lovely, fun, very charming. Wouldn't necessarily go and see the full film, but I enjoyed it you don't that.
6: have to, because you get it for
9: free. Got it for free. The Muppets start, OK? Literally 30 seconds into the Muppet film, a mum and five kids, five girls, walk in. They sit right in front, the row in front, and the mum sits in front of me and my boy. So now he can't, it's an empty cinema, so now he can't see. And I'm saying to my eldest, nice and loudly, can you see? And he's kind of moving around going, yeah, I can see most of it.
6: I'm thinking, you... Did you roll your coat up and let him sit on it?
9: No, he sat on my lap. Oh. uh, uh, Eventually, this woman moved. I thought, you, I thought you rude cow. Yeah, I know. I thought bad words. Why would you come and not only just sit in the the row in front of us, but sit directly in front of a four-year-old child? You sick woman!
7: I know what you're saying. I am that four-year-old child. You see, in height.
9: Do you get the booster seats when you go in?
7: No, they have booster. They have booster seats. Yeah, yeah. No.
9: The booster seats are awesome.
6: Um, Some good abbreviation. Alive.
9: Sounds rude. What else have you got in the papers?
6: Britain's local roads could be hit with a blanket 20 mile per hour speed limit after research showed overwhelming public support. Really.
9: Oh eight four five nine four double five five zero five. Hey, we should get a couple of guests on to talk about that later on we in the should, show. We should
6: about seven fifty ish. See you there. Consider it done.
9: Is there overwhelming support for twenty mile per hour? Is this, is this everywhere, uh, or is this just in residential areas?
6: Residential streets in cities, towns, and villages should all be targeted to slash fatalities, according to the charity
9: Break. They do it in a lot of places in the, the three counties. It's been introduced a lot. I
6: think it's good outside schools.
9: Yeah. No one sticks to the twenty miles per hour in um, residential areas, do they? Also, it's voluntary. It's not compulsory. It's 30 is the limit, but we'd like you to do 20.
6: They usually whack a few speed humps in there, though, just to to ram the message home, don't they?
9: Well, you can go over those speed humps quite fast.
6: Oh, I wouldn't. What about your undercarriage?
10: (coughs) Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the speed sensors, things building up in Kings Langley. The A41 is looking busy as you head for the M25. Also in Welling Garden City, Valley Road is still heavy to approach the A1M. The A1M itself, southbound, is slow around junction 7 for Stevenage. And on the M1 London bound, things looking busy now between junction 10 for Luton and 9 for Redbourne. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much.
9: it's uh, Wednesday the 2nd of April I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate That's according to the Financial Conduct Authority St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in Heritage Lottery funding. And in sport, Stevenage are off the bottom of League One, but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to leaders' wolves. Coming up, more 90s musical memories. Well, the wonder stuff. But before that, let's get the weather with Georgina.
13: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
13: Good morning. First of all, there's a high pollution count uh, pretty much across the region, but we've also got a high pollen count as well for hay fever sufferers out there. Do beware. Um, Mist and fog to start off with. Once that clears, we should have quite a bright start to the day with some sunny spells around. It does start to cloud over this afternoon, though, and there are a few showers lurking in the background, too, but not all of us will see them, of course, uh, with temperatures expected to reach 17 or 18 degrees Celsius. And tonight, we've got some clear spells. It should be largely dry. It uh, starts we'll start to cloud over as we head towards the morning, though, with temperatures down to 10 or 11. And tomorrow, a cloudy day generally. Tomorrow, some showers around to start off with, becoming more frequent and heavy in the afternoon and evening, with temperatures reaching 16 degrees Celsius. But one or two showers around on Friday, Saturday, a very showery day. It's going to be quite breezy as well, whether we should still have some bright spells. And Sunday, not a particularly pleasant day, quite windy and wet. Uh, we have got high pressure building though in the middle of next week, so we've at least. got some settled weather to look forward to again. That's your latest forecast. every weekday
5: morning from 9 good morning welcome to the JVS show your local stories have you had to rebuild your life after being a victim of crime do you think it's inhumane to keep people in prison for life do you think that immigration needs to stop
4: your local life
21: why do 70% of this country feel immigration is wrong
22: we've actually got an open doors
23: policy
2: i am just so angry listening to some of them people what
23: do government do to start introducing american type sentences like 200 years in prison
4: the JVS Show. British people are not xenophobic. Weekday mornings from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Ten Ton
9: Twitter's uh, tweeted, "What's the nineties? Wow, gosh! Some people are so... Some people were born in the twenty-first century. I
6: feel sorry for those people.
9: Space babies, kind of." shall we have the wonder stuff size of a cat. you don't like this one i love this
6: i do like it but it just i might just have to oh, have no, a moment no, to myself no
9: no no i've got a better song i've got a better song i've got a better song
8: Oh,
9: can you oh okay i've got a better song oh i'm
8: excited this is a
9: great song
7: okay
9: can, we may not have this on the system airhead funny how do you know this song
6: I might remember this it is, when I'll
9: tell you why, because this was on my um, Get Ready tape. My Getting Ready tape. Oh, I
6: see. Uh,
9: and the Wonder Stuff was on there, Size of a Cow, and Welcome to the Cheap Seats. But then it had Airhead, Funny How. How's it go? Well, I hope... Hang on, it goes like this. Um,
8: oops. Oh, Oh, oh! Oh, oh, oh! This is such a good song! OK.
7: We'll do that but and it, you go, it goes like this, but not yet. I'll tell okay. Okay,
6: Wait, you Okay. Okay, do you want to hear something from the newspapers? Yeah, go on. Okay, over 400,000 middle-class young workers are waiting for an inheritance to buy a home. Sorry. So
8: they <laughs> for their
6: parents to pop off. Oh, With man. parents and grandparents living longer, they're spending many more years paying rent because they can't raise a deposit. That is a very dangerous game, isn't it? Hanging on for your inheritance. I know a few people who have seen that backfire.
9: Yeah, I'm watching my inheritance um, just disappear. Hey, here's a funny thing. So, because I'm talking about inheritance that got me thinking about my mum. I saw my mum yesterday. went to the hospital with her. I was late. I had to run to get to the appointment. And as I was running through the hospital, holding my man boobs, yes. As I was running to get... I was in the hospital and I ran into the ward and i totally clocked the girl who was work- girl woman who was working on the ward and as i ran past her i thought oh that's nadine long now i've not seen nadine long for 30 years i went to primary school with her oh and as i ran past her I went, oh there's nadine long straight away it came back I haven't thought about this girl, this woman, for 30 years. amazing? And then I had to go and say, oh, I'm looking for my mum. And she went, I used to go to school with you, Ian. You're my claim to fame. I said, I know you did, Nadine.
6: And it was the weirdest thing. That's good that you remembered her name.
9: Really good. Really good. And we had a a really nice chat.
6: That's so cool. I've been invited to a school reunion.
9: Oh. Uh, I'm not going to go. Ah.
7: Hey, Ian. Yeah? How does that song go you were telling us about?
9: Well, Airhead, Funny How? Yeah. It goes like this. the 90s yeah yeah it's funny how the girls you fall in love with never fancy you it's funny how the ones you don't do that was my 20s that was my 20s he's described there it's he don't know the gentleman's name is the bob dylan of my generation
6: oh well that's good
9: yeah the whole album they did an album called boing which is brilliant it's on my ipod i'm gonna dig it out
7: remember scat man Scatman? (laughs) yeah I, every
9: now and then, I get someone sending me an email saying, Ian, are you the guy in the Scatman video? The one, and there is a guy in the Scatman video who looks like skinny late 90s me. Is Ooh. there?
11: I
6: have to look him up. Look him up.
9: Now, while this is playing, Catherine and I have got a little bit maudlin, remembering... Um, <laughs>
6: the good old days. The good old days. I lost you. the good old youth. days, actually. It was quite difficult at times. People
9: that we could have snogged, should have snogged and didn't snog.
6: No, you're talking about this being the story of your life. Yeah. I spent my twenties not realising that opportunities were being presented.
9: This is what I think. When you die, okay, and you go to, you're waiting to go into heaven, they punish you by putting on, and it's a VHS tape <laughs> of all the opportunities that you had that you didn't realise to snog people you really yeah. fancied. I
6: used to, when I was at university I used to have a lot of male friends yeah. uh, who uh, i just hang out with Yeah, I don't think we were just hanging out
9: they were too shy to get in there wow you also
6: 90? realise as you get no. older oh. that you weren't as bad looking as you thought you were
9: oh no I was bad looking
6: oh I was hot yeah. when I was younger
9: alright love can't down but you
6: know comparatively
9: I have grown into my face I'm, I'm I, as I get older I'm getting you better, better looking you get a bit of meat on I think yeah 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 there's so many things I could say there, but I like working here, so uh, I shan't. Oh, I like a bit of their head, but then they go all they go that mock psychedelia at the end.
6: I don't remember this. This must have been slightly before my time.
9: It may have been. It's a thick. But
6: I did spend the 90s listening to Crowded House. So oh, that'll for be goodness'
9: it. sakes. I was listening to good music. Listen to a little bit of that. Oh, that's, uh, anyway, it's made us maudlin, but it's got... You, 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 do you mind telling the story you just told me about
6: the... No, I don't mind. The
9: school reunion? Yeah. Because uh, the reunions are in the air. Uh, there's a college reunion that I've just emailed a friend saying, are we going to this? And he's replied, yeah, why not? So I might be going to that. Although it's, it's kind of not specifically my year. It's the whole course over 30 years. So well, it's a little different. Well, this is
6: my year. This is your school, school year. School, yeah, and there's some really lovely people. And I still kind of see them, most of them, that I went to school with. So... I don't think I want to go, because there are people there that I haven't got anything in common with anymore, and you, I don't want to do that whole comparing lives thing.
9: You said an interesting thing, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, that, that you saw the list of people who are going, and there was one lad there who was a bit of a bully, yeah. and you became the 16-year-old yeah. girl that was bullied a little which bit. Is,
6: which is shocking, really, Isn't because funny? I don't take any nonsense anymore, you don't probably take... because of that experience. Yeah. But as soon as I... I've seen him about, out and about a few times. And as soon as I see him, I do become that kid again. Isn't that funny? Um, I pretend I'm not, but I do want to leave.
9: I If there was a, if there was a school reunion from my um, grammar school, would I go, um, do you know what? Um, now I probably would go. Five years ago, when I was a kid your age, I wouldn't have gone. But now I'm 40. I think things happen, particularly to men, when they, they're 40. And I think I would probably go now. I'm more confident in myself that I could go and... Um, uh, make up for the mistakes that I made because right. I wasn't particularly I, I I bullied some people I'm not uh, particularly proud to admit uh, but also be kind of uh, tougher in the face of the the bullies.
6: It's a it's a funny thing I went to a I went to a a do a few months ago yeah. and there was someone there who was in that group as well who was not particularly nice to me when I was he was delightful yeah. and I've been worried about that he's another person who I've been worried about thinking it was kind of... I had to give a speech and I thought, oh, he's going to be in the audience, he's going to be taking the mickey Isn't that out of funny? me. is like you're, so, you're
9: so confident, normally. Yeah, but
6: that really... Um, but when I spoke to him, it turns out we've both grown up and actually yeah. he's a nice bloke.
9: I think most, I think most people become nice...
6: Especially when you've got kids, you realise yeah. what a tow you used to be. <laughs> Let's
9: put it out there, not necessarily about your case specifically, Catherine. But, but, but have you been? Would you go to a school reunion? Uh, and, and have you? What was it like if you've been to one? And if you wouldn't go to one, why?
6: Yeah, why I would you not go? Because maybe I'm holding myself back now. Maybe it'd be good and purifying.
9: I. I, I personally think it would be. I mean, it's your decision. I think it will be good for you. I think it will be cathartic. To, I, I would certainly like to to lay some ghosts to rest. Wow. I think. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Nineties theme started as a lot of fun. Well, like the nineties, we've come down with a bump, haven't we? <laughs> we're on, we're on the the morning after and uh, school reunions. Would you go? Uh, and have you been to one? What was it like? Surely most people go just to see their first boyfriend or girlfriend and try and cop off with them again and show them actually I've become quite a good lover now. Really? <laughs> yeah, Isn't I'll, that I'll what pass is that? that? I was listen. I was seventeen at the time. Now I'm forty and I've learned a few tricks, baby.
6: <laughs> is not that what they would do? That's uh, what you do, I think.
9: 455 four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1, very busy between the uh, Junction 10 for the Luton Spur Road and 10A for the Kidneywood Roundabout. It's also causing congestion on the London Road as you approach the roundabout. The M25, anti-clockwise slow going between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. On the speed sensors in Harpenden, the High Street looking slow in both directions around the Station Road. And also in Dunstable on the A5, both directions looking very heavy around the Luton Road. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice,
9: you probably don't—you—you you weren't around for the '90s, were you?
12: I was a child in the '90s. Yeah, I was born in 1990. Oh,
9: God. speak to you later, Alice. Thanks very much. Oh, that's made me feel so old. Someone was born in 1990. When I was 17? Wowzers. Would you go to a school reunion? Have you done it? Was it as bad as Catherine's expecting? We'll find out more after the news. Local
4: and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
10: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines warning over new rules on payday loans, major funding for St Albans Cathedral, and Luton win again to close in on promotion.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate, according to the Financial Conduct Authority. Lenders will have to carry out improved affordability checks on customers and will be banned from rolling over a loan more than twice. Andrew Pakes is Labour's parliamentary candidate for Milton This
1: is a big step forward. I've been campaigning on this and we've had groups in Milton Keynes campaigning on this for several years. It's not everything I wanted. I would still like to see a cap on the interest rate. So uh, people can take out payday loans if they want to, but we end some of the bonkers, you know, sky high uh, interest rates we see.
0: St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. Ten projects nationwide will receive a total of £30 million under plans announced this morning. The £4.2 million for St Albans will fund conservation work at the cathedral, and an education and events programme is also planned. Much of southern and central England will be affected by high levels of air pollution today and tomorrow. Dust blown all the way from the Sahara Desert has mixed with industrial pollution from here and across Europe. Dr Richard Vautry is from the British Medical Association. Air
5: pollution can cause uh, and exacerbate patients' existing lung disease, particularly uh, asthmatics um, and those with chronic lung disease known as uh, COPD. Uh, They can often experience exacerbations of their symptoms um, with seasonal changes.
0: A tsunami alert has been issued following a massive earthquake 60 miles off the coast of northern Chile. The quake, measuring 8.3, is the most powerful recorded so far this year. A charity is calling on the government to introduce a 20 mile an hour speed limit in all urban areas instead of 30. Break is taking its campaign to Parliament today. In a survey, the charity found that 80% of people think 20 miles per hour speed limits should be the norm around schools, in residential streets and in village, town and city centres. A Buckinghamshire barmaid is due to celebrate her 100th birthday later this month at the pub where she still works. Dolly Savile from Wendover does three shifts a week at the red line in the town having started there more than 70 years ago
2: captain foad he was my first boss and he said i think now dolly you could start to serve so i said oh no i said i should give him the wrong change because i was a dancer at school (laughs) and uh, he said no you'll be all right
0: in sport, Luton are closing in on the conference title after two late goals gave them a 2-1 victory at Dartford with the winner from leading scorer Andre Gray. I managed to get a good header on it and it's gone in. So um happened at a perfect
3: time as well and we've got the resilience now to hold out games and just see them out and we've just got to do it for three more games now and we'll get over the line.
0: Stevenage are off the bottom of League One but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to leaders Wolves and Manchester United drew one all at home to Bayern Munich in the first leg of their Champions League quarterfinal. The weather early mist will lift through the morning followed by sunny spells but with a chance of thundery showers a maximum temperature 18 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
0: The old railway used to run through here
5: years ago, and a lot of people remember that.
4: It's all about where you live. I do know a lot of people in Shefford from when I was younger than that. And all this week, we're featuring Shefford and Chick Sands.
19: Friendly, especially the people who are established here.
4: The big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks, BBC Three Counties Radio. <laughs>
9: This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Lots to talk about this morning, including... Well, have you ever taken out a payday loan? There's tougher rules are being introduced. Saying earlier, uh, so far I've been dead lucky. I've never needed to take one out. Never say never. But have you used a payday loan? I'd love to know why... And was it helpful or was it harmful? 08459 455 555. There are calls to introduce 20 mile per hour speed limits in more places. But do they actually save lives? And Catherine's got a dilemma. She's been invited to her school reunion. She's not that keen to go. I'd love to hear your stories about if you've been to school reunions, what was it like? And did you go primarily to show off to your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend and say, look, actually, I turned out all right. You dumped me, and now you're fat. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. We'll put the school reunions up on Facebook, I think. That might be a nice one to put up on there. You can text 81333, start your text 3CR, or you can give me a call. 08459 four double five five double five.
24: Oh, where, where
9: are you, Davey? Right? You're, you're, I'm good. Did you enjoy our little '90s uh, mashup?
24: Yes, yes. Uh, Can you dig it by the Mock Turtles? That one sent me back because
9: that was a good tune. The yeah. album I remember being a stinker, uh, as a lot of the albums were in the '90s by these yeah. indie bands. The albums weren't very good, but they would have two good tracks on there. Yes, uh, and that was one of them. We enjoyed that. We enjoyed that so much, Justin. Mm-hmm. I got a text from Neil saying, "Neil, uh, Ian, loving the '90s tunes. How about a bit of Pulp?" And of we forgot Pulp. Yes. So we, we've decided the rest of the week is 90s week yes and tomorrow it's the ladies of the 90s oh yes bit of
24: elastica bit of echo belly bit of whitney maybe oh we no 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 we're kind of going uh, it would
9: appear more down the sort of indie you know kind of homegrown talent Uh, uh, right okay really although i have to say i saw the muppet movie yesterday Mm. very very funny. Celine Dion was hilarious in it. <laughs> Celine Dion was hilarious in the Muppet movie. There's a sentence I never thought I'd wow, say. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Celine Dion,
24: funny? Yeah, she was She was really, really funny. <laughs> completely over the top and wonderful. Mind you, it's a bit like that record from Titanic. That was quite funny as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone no. was crying over that record. Come
9: on, guys. It's a record. Stop crying over Stop it. Stop crying over it. I don't have a cup. I'm just, just putting my coffee order in. I don't have a cup, but I'd love a cough. <laughs> just putting the order in. We, gotta do that. You gotta put the order in. Now, Justin, we've got you on Anyway, you might want to get some bits and pieces on on 90s for us for the rest of the week. Anyway, some more serious stuff we're talking about. It's thought that a quarter of payday loan companies could stop offering their short-term high-interest loans for fear of being shut down by financial watchdogs. The Financial Conduct Authority has now got the power to impose unlimited fines, order refunds, and is promising to put lenders out of business if they fall out of line. But there's clearly a, a market for these kind of loans. If you've used a payday loan this morning, or if you know somebody that's used a payday loan, could you give me a call? You can change your name if, if you'd uh, rather. 08459 four double five five double five. Did you use it in the way it was intended? I guess it's supposed to be you're a bit short on a Wednesday, but you know you're getting paid on a Friday, so you can go and borrow 150 quid and then pay it back as soon as you get paid. Did you use it like that? Was it helpful just to kind of, you know, tide things over for a couple of days? Or did you get caught in the trap? Did you get stuck and, and end up in more and more debt? 08 459 455
24: 555. Justin, I'm assuming you've never had to use one of these payday loans. No, touch wood, I haven't. Yep. And I think, you know, you mentioned a few things there. If you use them and you manage it properly, yep. you should be okay. But, of course, so many people fall into that trap, and it's it's one of those things this morning. This is very, very personal. However, I do think it's important for people to tell their stories because it, it may be beneficial to others who are thinking about doing this. They think, oh, this is absolutely fine. I'll be absolutely fine. then suddenly, in a couple of weeks' time, um, they are left with a huge bill to pay.
9: That's the thing, and that, they do make it so easy you can get phone apps can't you where you just slide your finger along a scale saying I want 500 quid for three weeks and (laughs) it works out
24: the interest you've been speaking to people about this this morning just what have they been saying well not very nice things to be fair
11: Ian here's somebody I spoke to just a moment ago about this I would never take one out my friend took one out for 100 pounds ended up paying nearly 800 pounds back because he missed a payment so he's paying more and more and more and more and more Let's just do the maths on that again. You said your
24: friend borrowed £100 and ended yeah. up paying £800 back.
11: Yeah, because he, had, he was in financial difficulties at the time. And, in, and eventually, he, what he should have done in the first place is what he'd done at the end of it is he went to his family, his own mother, who helped him to get out of this. He said he would never do it again. Never do it again. When did you warn him to start with, don't do this? I told him, I told him not to do it. He goes, oh, he said I'm dumb, desperate. I said, it's £100. Come on, it's £100. I couldn't I couldn't personally help him at the time. I wished I could have done. But in saying that of course, if you
24: can pay the money back quickly, I suppose they're okay, they they fit the purpose, don't they, to a certain degree.
11: Yeah, I suppose so. But if you can ask if if you can pay it back quickly, then you're better off asking, maybe you've got a friend, maybe you've got family. Go to them first. Your pay, the, the payday lender is the last, the very, very last option you've got. It's the, it's the bottom run.
24: I mean, There could be people listening to this right now who are thinking about taking one out today. Um, just describe to our listeners how bad that experience was for your friend. I mean, what sort of state was he in whilst he was
11: trying to pay that back? At the time, he was renting out a flat. He, had to, he never had to move out of his flat, but if he didn't go to his mum, his own mother, who helped him, he would have had to move back home and try again. Yeah, difficult. getting to work and everything else. And, uh, you know, the repayments are so high. I, I'll, I'll, I won't get it. I find it all amusing. Sometimes I find it all amusing. You see it, I'm watching children's TV and at the payday loans, up comes the advert. On children's TV. In the afternoons. And all this with your friend for for £100. Oh, my God, oh, my. Yeah.
9: And that's the thing. There are these adverts where it all looks cute and fun, and obviously the Mm. kids aren't going to be necessarily borrowing the money, but it's pester power. The kids go, hey, but, Mum, you you said you haven't got any money, but, look, it's really easy. And also, it plants the seed in their head for
24: 10, 15 years' time when they are older, that that's... An easy way to get cash. Absolutely, you know, nowadays you, you can get money so, so easy. Uh, there we heard a story about £100. All he had to do was go to his mum in the first place, but of course, pride or or whatever that reason may have been, uh, put him off speaking to his mum and he ends up paying £800 back. If his mum hadn't have been there, he would have lost his home. It makes you wonder, well, if his mum didn't have money there to help him, then what would have happened? So the story would have got even worse, all for 100 quid.
9: I'd love to hear your stories on this this morning morning, uh, four double five five double five. 4555555. Uh, Kurt says uh, on Facebook, I would never ever use one of these, and those who do are idiots. I, I think that's a little harsh, because, mm. you know, for, but for the grace of God, well, the, 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 you wouldn't go and do one of these, borrow mon- money from one of these places, unless,
24: I would imagine, you're absolutely desperate. Absolutely. You know, it could, it could be Christmas time. We, we often talk about this at Christmas time. If, for example, uh, Christmas falls on the 25th, if you have got to buy presents in advance, you get paid at the end of the month. Christmas does fall on the 25th, <laughs> it just, does, but, just, just to but, just but, clarify that, just but, check the diary, it's it 25th does. this year, definitely. But for this story, you, people may want to borrow money before Christmas, yeah. they get paid at the end of the month, they yeah. think, OK, I'll take out that loan quickly, something that happens in the meantime between taking the money and getting paid, and suddenly you're paying back an absolute fortune, and you're on a slippery slope yeah. there, yeah. Uh, only one way you're going, and that's into debt.
9: Uh, Gary says, My f- uh, this is what the government has done to this country, payday loans, food banks, bedroom tax, the list goes on, it's keep the poor in their place. Well, if you've got a story about this, 08459 455 555 Justin, while we, we've got you on <clears throat> excuse me, did you, I don't know if you heard me talking to Catherine about this um, school reunion Yes, I did. She's been invited to Would you go to a school reunion? Uh,
24: yes, I would actually I think it would be great fun Yeah, I, I, I think th- th-
9: five years ago I probably wouldn't have done it. Now, at the age of 40, if, if one were uh, was start... Yeah, I probably would. I probably would. I'm more confident in myself. Yes. Uh, and uh, it would be nice to go and make up for some damage that I did. <laughs> I was... I, if, I, I'll be completely honest, and I've, I've said this before, I'm not proud of it. I was, I was in the middle of the bullying food chain. Oh, right. So I had, like, the real tough people would bully me. One of them is now a multi-million pound film producer. <laughs> hey, that's great to know. The guy that used to give me dead arms and would push me on the school bus... Oh, that's would that's push me up against the window on the school bus so my arms were pinned and then he'd hold up his um fingers so it looked like i was flicking the v's to everybody where's the camera there well Where, where's the calmer? Well now he's a multi-millionaire yeah, film exactly. producer yeah uh, but i but, but so that happened to me but then i would i would also i was was thoroughly unpleasant i was a bully i was thoroughly unpleasant to some of the people below me in the food chain yeah. Catherine,
6: we've got a caller eugene
9: Oh, really? Oh, about payday loans. Yeah. We'll come to Eugene in a second. Very quickly, Justin, yeah. uh, it would be great if uh, we could go and find out uh, whether people have been to school reunions, whether they think Catherine should go, whether they got fond memories of school reunions. And, and it's say this you weekend,
6: so it, I do need a decision. Well, we this need- weekend? Oh,
9: blimey.
24: Well, OK. I can tell you right now, Catherine, go. You'll have a great time. Uh,
9: Just, we'll speak to you later on. Thank you very much indeed. We're talking about payday loans. Eugene's on the line. Morning, Eugene. Eugene? Aye. Hello, mate. You've, have you used these payday loan companies?
25: Only one, one I ever used, just one.
9: D- d- why did you find yourself requiring this money?
25: Because the reason why? Because I'm on, um, I'm on zero contract, and you know I've got to travel years, there. I never wear it within a month to to my job, and I use it for diesel.
9: And how much? So you do it quite regularly, then, dear?
25: No, 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 no. Just only when I'm. How, how much? Um, how
9: much did you borrow?
25: Well, the, the, the most I ever borrowed is, is 200 pounds one month. And, um, and I had a lump sum of money coming through my bank at the time, which at the time, um, under the agreement, it, 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 the money didn't come to oh. my bank. So um, I went down before they phoned me. I went down to see the person. And he said, um, he, what he, he do, he's not going to charge me any extra. Right? Yeah. And the money turned up three days later and he didn't charge me an extra. Oh, that
9: sounds right. You, you say you went to see the person. Was it a, 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 don't give us the name, but was it a reputable company or was it some bloke called Steve? <laughs> I don't
25: know what his name but, um, it but it, it's, a, it's a regular company, it's oh. a famous company.
9: Oh, it's a famous company, okay. Yes. So for you, Eugene, it worked. It did what exactly what it needed to do and they were very helpful. Yeah, they were very
25: helpful. And people have slugged Wanga down. But I work with um, guys, and they said, you know, they cannot fault Wanga.
9: Okay, well, there we go, Eugene. Thank you very much indeed. Let's, let's try and avoid mentioning uh, any companies if we can. It's obviously, that's, that's one of the big ones. There are loads out of there. Let, if we're going to have this conversation, uh, l- let's try not to mention any companies. We don't need to know the names of them, do we? It's, it's, it's the, the, the general um, way they're set up and the way they work. Eugene there saying it, it helped. He's on a zero-hours contract, doesn't know when he's going to get paid. He borrowed some money to get a bit of diesel. What do you think? 08 455 555. Have these payday loan companies worked for you, or has it backfired? 716, BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the uh, travel news with Alice. Travel
10: news for beds, hearts and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Bedford, things slow on the Bromham Road heading towards the centre of town from Biddenham. And also in Dunstable on the speed sensors, the Luton Road as you approach the A5 looking very heavy. The M1 slow between Junction 10 for the Luton Spur Road and 10A for the Kidneywood Roundabout. We've also got some queues on the London Road as you head northbound for the roundabout. The M25 anti clockwise, slow between junction 21 for the M1 and 20 for Kings Langley, and also struggling between 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice.
9: 7.17. It is uh, Wednesday the 2nd of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate. as according to the Financial Conduct Authority. St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in herita- heritage lottery funding. They won't have to pay that back. OK, let's not make jokes during the news, guys. Come on. And in sport, Luton are closing in on the conference title after two late goals gave them a 2-1 victory at Dartford. There's still a chance it could all go pear-shaped, though.
4: All right. BBC Three Counties Radio. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks.
18: It's a lovely little town, the people are all friendly. I just like the whole place, I just like where it is, you know, it's
5: nice and quiet.
4: Inviting everyone to where you live. I do like the um, smaller shops, yeah. And all this week, we're featuring Shefford and Chick Sands. We're permanently fixed in Shefford now, we're quite happy with the town. I love it. I live in Clifton, but I wish I lived in Shefford. If you've got a story everyone should hear about, let us tell them about it.
5: Lovely property. 13th-century village that has is full of character and lovely people.
4: The big tour of beds, hearts, and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
10: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah. Many of us
9: dream of retiring while we're still young enough to manage a round of golfs, golf. Golf. Funny you mention golf here because I drove past a golf course yesterday, and for the first time of my life, I went, "Oh, I, I quite fancy that." Getting older, you see, I'm getting older. Never fancied. It, always thought it was looked like a dull, tedious, horrible middle class game. Drove past the SF Thought, "Oh, I fancy dull, a bit of dull, that."
6: Dull, tedious, a middle class. Yeah. Tony Fisher loves golf. But
9: some people carry on working into their ripe old age. How about a hundred? Do you want to be working a hundred? Well, that's what's happened to Dolly Savile, who's about to celebrate her centenary and her 70th year of working behind the bar of the Red Line
2: in Wendover. Well, she's been talking to our reporter, Ben Nye. Captain Foad, he was my first boss, and he said, I think now, Dolly, you could start to serve. So I said, ooh, no. I said, I should give him the wrong change, because I was a dancer w- at school. <laughs> and uh, he said, no, you'll be all right. I said, no, I don't think so, thank you. He said, oh, well, we will see. Anyway, I started to surf, and I quite enjoyed it. Working has kept you young, in a way, because you're able to still keep active. Oh, and gosh, yes. Yes, I, saw, I meet lovely people that come in here and... Have a laugh with them.
14: In terms of your family and stuff like that, do they worry about you? If they tried to get you to put your feet up, would you tell them... I
2: wouldn't listen to them, and they know I wouldn't, you see. Is working that important to you, then? Oh, yeah. This is my second home.
9: Fantastic. Well, Dolly's still working three shifts a week, and while she might be the oldest, she's certainly not the only person in the three counties working into her old age. Justin Dealey has been speaking to pensioners in Berkhamsted. Well,
24: Francis, we're here in Berkhamsted today. You're still working on the market. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'll be 84 in October.
19: How long I don't you... know nothing else.
24: How long have you done this job for?
19: Um, I, I've been here since about
24: 1954, 55 Wow, it's incredible yeah. So, at nearly 84, mm. how long do you plan to carry on for? To a about bit 100, I suppose <laughs> <laughs> Well, it brings me on nicely to this lady you're talking about I don't know nothing else to say yeah. I can't get a job anywhere Because mm. nobody won't employ me mm. I'm too old I mean, some people may think this barmaid we're talking about who's 100 years old and she's still working is a bit strange. From no. what you just told me there, you don't see anything wrong no, with that at all, I, do you? I,
19: there's nothing wrong with it at all. You know, uh, there's too many people that retire at 45 and 50. But, but they've got no interest.
24: What have they got? They get go up in the morning, sit out in the garden, and that's about it. Well, I could be wrong here, but I think you're the type of guy, if you were to retire and sit at home, you'd be bored, senseless. you? I'd be dead in about a year, that's for certain. Well, Janet, you're 80 years old, you're still working. We're here in Bernardo's in Berkhamston. What, what do you get from, from continuing to work?
2: I think it keeps us up to um, all the modern day living, as I'm inclined to be old fashioned in my ideas. And uh, I think it keeps you going and just good, because it does keep you alive, interested in everything, really. Mm. Meeting people.
24: I mean, clearly you have missed this job if you weren't doing yes, it. Yes, I
2: would, yeah.
24: But, but when do you think the day will come where you say, right, OK, I'm 80 right now, when do you think that day will come where you say, I just don't want to do it anymore?
2: I don't think that'll ever be. I shall always want to. Whether I'll be able to is another matter.
24: You'll still be here at 100 then, won't you? <laughs> I hope so, yeah. <laughs> Listen, your customers are coming in. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you very much.
9: He is such a flirt, that Justin Dooley, isn't he? We can talk now to John Hope from Ashfield Personnel Recruitment in Hemel. Morning, John. Morning, do- do- Hi. Do- Dolly's a hundred years old. Is that yeah. a- an example of the way things are going, John?
19: Well, I, I just think that it's brilliant that she's still working. It, it's it's ma- motivating her mind, her body. Why not? You know, if she if she doesn't want to do anything else, why why should she be forced to?
9: Dolly's been in the same job, John, for 70 years. That's got to be a rarity these days,
19: isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yes. Well, I, was, I used to work in the city, and the average about 20 years ago was three years. I think it's probably 18 months now. Is there, is
9: there on a slightly serious note, is there a, a chance that older workers are nicking the jobs that traditionally would have been done by people in their late teens, early
19: 20s? I guess because maybe they're cheaper.
25: Uh, there's an element
19: of it, but I think uh, Dolly's role there might be an example that, um, that she's probably filling shifts that people in their twenties wouldn't want to fill. Mm-hmm.
9: And finally, so, uh, finally, uh, John, what, what advice would you what advice would you offer to someone who's thinking about switching their career in their forties or fifties? How difficult is it?
19: How difficult to switch your career? Yeah, uh, companies are still interested in finding people they can develop. they're more likely to use the skill sets that are there and switch them into another uh, industry.
9: I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you very much. That's John Hope from Ashfield Personnel Recruitment in Hemel. 08459 four double five five double five. Can we find the... W- w- I doubt we're going to beat 100. Uh, are, are you old and working, I guess, is the, is the question at its most basic. Can we find the oldest listeners who've still got a job? And do you enjoy it? Because I was speaking to Catherine off-air. The, the moment I have enough cash to stop doing this nonsense, I'm out of here, baby.
6: Would you, though? Would you not work at all? I'd stop. I'd need a project. i need something. Oh. I would drive everyone crackers.
9: I have got so many DVDs that are in their uh, plastic wrapping, so many books that need to, I've got the book on Donald Crowhurst I still need, that was six months ago, I've not read it
6: So we're going to find you fused to a sofa somewhere I've
9: got a book in my bag, right, I finally finished that Beatles book, right what four- happened? <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it for you. <laughs> now, now I'm on to this bad boy. Look at this. Uh, even silence has an end. Ingrid Betancourt, right? Right. She was I a. I
6: knew no Betancourt's mum from Extreme nineties.
9: No. no. My six. The subheading is my six years of captivity in the Colombian jungle. She was a prisoner for six years in the Colombian jungle. Wow. Wowzers. There's no pictures in that book. That's all. She
6: didn't have a camera with her, That's
9: all. I've got books like that to read. I'd find plenty to do in my retirement. No, no, no.
6: Your brain would rot and you'd start destroying yourself. You'd start buying even more ridiculous things.
9: I I would would, Kelly Betts, you'd love. You're you're from the. uh, Which generation? The the X? No. The MTV generation? No. The sex generation? No. The Y. Generation Y? Question mark. You guys don't want to work, do you?
7: I would still work if I had lots of money. Really? Yeah, I would.
9: If you won 10 million quid... Mm-hmm. i tell you, if, if I'd won 10 million quid, I would come in the next day and I would play uh, 90s music and I would talk to Justin Dilley about payday loans. Then I would stand on this desk... I would unzip my fly. I oh,
6: was going there. And
9: I would do a wee wee all over this Lego set.
7: Well, totally. Apart you from would die wi- because you'd be electrocuted. Apart from doing the wee wee, it's pretty much what you do every morning anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I w- advise it. I would definitely still do introducing, 100%. Do
9: you work on introducing?
7: I do, yeah. Gary
9: Floyd is excellent.
7: He's alright, yeah. What, so you wouldn't do this job? I'd do <laughs> this as well. <laughs> I would do this
9: I would, I would, I would honestly with, with a, without a moment's hesitation I would, I would love to stop working there is so people say oh you get bored there's so much to do so many places to go
6: do you buy. finish at nine anyway <laughs> I would buy a children's bookshop and I would read stories to kids all day and do the voices and probably <gasps> oh dress up oh god I would come to that it would be good as an adult I wouldn't need to make any money because I'd just be doing it for fun I'd be doing it so I could wear the princess <laughs> dress.
9: We're, we're assuming, by the way, that when we retire, we'll be incredibly wealthy. That's which, <laughs> which is, it, as we know, isn't necessarily the realistic. Going to
6: hang out in toy shops.
9: That's the that, Yeah, the, you're the weird old lady.
7: Can we get Cass to do a story section on the show one day? Mm-hmm. I'd love to do. No, that.
9: that's not actually going to happen. The microphones are off now. That's never. That's never. No.
6: Have you heard the story of Tatty Bogle? No. It's brilliant. Do a voice from it. Oh, music! No,
9: we're not. That's that's never going. That'll be horrible horrible oh eight four five nine four double five five double five are you older and still working we won't we won't beat a hundred this morning but c- can we get someone in there let's let's start let's start low can we get someone in their 70s who's still working oh eight oh eight oh eight
7: four five nine four double
9: five five double five five love you got it so we can find someone in their 70s who's, who's still working.
6: I want an old builder.
9: That's just a fantasy of yours, and I've told you, that is not going to be... Dis- oh! Oh, you've reminded me of something! So, I took the boys swimming, OK? It's a leisure pool, so it's not really a swimming pool. Is
6: this the pants and the key story? Because we've this, heard that this one.
9: This is even worse than the pants and the key oh, story. No. It doesn't involve my children's uh, privates this time, right? <laughs> So there's a section in the leisure, p- there's another pool at the swimming pool, which is for proper swimming, but there's a section in the, le- in the leisure pool that's, that's kind of roped off for swimming, right? And this old boy comes in, and he's old. He's, hey, in his, back. He's, he's, yeah. he's in his 80s, right? And it took him 15 minutes to walk from the changing rooms around to get to the, the pool, right? he needed a little bit of help going over a little bridge, right? Aww. He's in his 80s.
7: For him, though,
9: so he's don't. wearing speedos
8: <laughs>
9: that are way too small for him, they're like for 12 year olds or something. Honestly, I could see his entire backside. You, you could have parked three bikes in there, it was incredible. It was, I'm, I'm indicating, his, uh, his shorts came down to there. They came down to there. Thank thank the Lord, my boys didn't see... They didn't notice that, and ne- none of us saw the front.
6: Where are the fashion police when you need them? Well, well I thought... I, I thought, think that's his favourite
7: part of his body, and he wanted to... <laughs> show it off.
9: I really thought the, the lifeguards were going to have a word with it. It was completely oh, inappropriate.
6: Him. It
9: was No, it was completely inappropriate.
6: I don't know whether this is true or not, but I'm going to spread it anyway. Yeah. A guy got banned from swimming Pool. Yeah. For wearing a thong. <laughs> <laughs>
9: oh, I've got no idea how we got onto that, but 08459 four double five five double five, if you'd like to join in. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Chesham, the A10 is queuing southbound between Turnford and Waltham Cross. Also in Hitchin, we've got queues heading towards the centre of town on both the A505 and the A602. The A5 southbound are heavy going as you go through Mark Yates and the A1M southbound really struggling between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. Things still looking busy on the M1 between the Junction 10 for Luton and 10A for the Kidneywood roundabout. Still congestion too on the London Road as you approach the roundabout public transport has no reported problems I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice, thank
9: you very much Okay, dear listener, um, you don't want to go anywhere. Kelly Betts has just told me a story, with a little bit of work, we can tell most of that story on the air Okay, it's going to take a little bit of cleaning up, but it's definitely in more ways than one I'm going to have to polish this one a bit it is you don't You don't want to miss this story, okay? We'll hear it after the news with Simon.
10: Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
4: This is BBC's Three Counties
0: Radio. At 7.30, the headlines up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate according to the Financial Conduct Authority. St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. Ten projects nationwide will receive a total of £30 million under plans announced this morning. And people are being warned to expect very high levels of air pollution today. The problem is being caused by a combination of light winds, local pollution and dust blown from the Sahara. Luton are closing in on the conference title after two goals in the last eight minutes gave them a 2-1 win at Dartford. Peli Ruddock and Andre Gray were the scorers. That's 27 for Gray. I think they um,
3: tried to slow the game down from the start. I think the keeper was taking his time, the defenders were taking their time and that was their game plan from the start to slow the game down to kill our tempo. But um, we kept going, we kept um, fighting at them and we didn't deserve to go behind. As it was, we went behind and we showed how great of a team effort we've got now and how much we don't give up. I think it's happened a lot this season. It happened against Grimsby last week.
0: If you look back now, we've had three tough away games. Luton remained 13 points clear after Cambridge also won, but three more wins will be enough for the Hatters. Steve are off the bottom of League One but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to lead as Wolves but an important point for Graham Westley's side. It was a game that either side could have won. We probably had the
16: better chances in the second half. You know, clear cut chances as opposed to theirs where we managed to get bodies in the way of their shots. Um, Jimmy probably could have had three or four alone in the second half. So um, it was a a game that was nip and tuck and as I say, either side could have won it and a draw probably wasn't an unfair result at the end.
0: Manchester United drew one all at home to Bayern Munich in the first leg of their Champions League quarter-final. Here's manager David Moyes.
17: I'm happy with the performance. Uh, A bit disappointed with the result in the end. I thought the players put in a great great effort, great commitment tonight. A bit disappointed we maybe could have taken one of the other chances in the game we had. But we played a very good team tonight in Bayern Munich and I'm sure everybody saw that tonight as well.
0: Tonight, Chelsea are away to Paris Saint-Germain. Hemel Hempstead are nine points clear at the top of the Southern League Premier Division after a 2-0 home win over Chippenham. And Tiger Woods will miss the US Masters later this month after having surgery on his back. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, the next full bulletin is at eight. Oh,
9: oh, no, no. Y- yes, it is. <laughs>
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
9: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. Right,
9: nice. so. Quick recap. We'll get Kelly's story in a minute. Quick recap of what we're talking about and what we'd like your input on, please. Uh, new laws uh, are being introduced regarding payday uh, loan companies. We've all seen them advertise on the television and on the newspapers and things like that. Touchwood, I've never had to use one of those bad boys, but uh, I never say never. Would love to get your stories of payday loans and how they work for you. We spoke to Eugene earlier on, who said he used them uh, because he worked zero-hour contracts. Um, he uses them to buy diesel to get to work, and then he pays it back a few days later. And the one time when the money was a little bit late, he went and had a chat with the company, and they were fine. So he thinks they're a good thing. What do you reckon? Oh eight four five nine 555. Your stories uh, about payday loan companies, good or indeed bad. Uh, we're also uh, talking about older people working. There's a woman who's going to be 100 working in a bar, pulling pints. Can we find some old workers listening to this show please we well let, let's start low let's start in our seventies can we get anybody in their seventies who still works oh eight four five nine four double five five double five, and also kind of just just going off on a little side tangent there if you've retired. You're not bored, are you? You've got loads to fill your time with. What do, what do you fill your time with? We've had an argument here. Catherine seems to think that, that if she retired, she'd be bored. She'd need a project. No, 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 no. There's so much to do. There's, there's not enough hours in the day as tis. There are so many videos on YouTube I've not even looked at yet. So many. Well, if you're retired, what do you do to fill your time? 08 455 555. The third thing. Lots to talk about this morning. The third thing is, Catherine, you, you've been invited to a school reunion. Yes. And this is like This is like w- teenage school. What, yeah, what did you call it?
6: Um, upper school.
9: Is that what you call it? Yeah, we right. had
6: lower, middle and upper. Okay. I
9: else. went to grammar school. Wow. Sounds posher than it was. The Sir William Herschel Grammar School in Slough is not as posh. That last word indicates just how posh it was. I
6: wish I'd have had the chance at a grammar school.
9: Well, did you not do the 11 plus? No. 12 plus? No. I did one of them and I passed. I won it. I well, won we it.
6: didn't have grammar schools where I grew up. So it was uh, everyone in together.
9: I went to the grammar school, which is, is great. Great news for me, which is why I'm this side of the glass, you guys are that side of the yeah. glass. Yeah. yeah, you see
7: this. It's weird that you cross to us. Sorry? To talk to us a lot, though, isn't it?
6: trying to keep in touch with the common folk
18: keeping it real oh, isn't okay, okay. keeping my I, feet on common I ground
6: you. I feel your words
18: so,
9: uh, you, but tell us about the school reunion you've got planned it's a
6: school reunion it's this weekend one of my friends from school is organising it but I see her anyway it's, an, a it's a cat.
9: southern school not a Manc is it Manchester no, no I, grew,
6: I, I moved here when I was ten so. wow
9: you, c- you still can't shake that ridiculous voice or do you put it, that on for effect
6: uh, it's not as uh, strong as it was wow. this is posh if I go up north all my family say hey stop talking posh Kathleen <laughs> <This> <laughs> because posh. that's the way this is posh this is moderated <laughs> When I first came here people at my school thought I was American <laughs> <laughs> I, I did say Mars bar and car park
9: <laughs> oh, oh lovely
6: But um, yeah, know. you can have an action So you've been invited
9: How did the was it, was it done on Facebook? Is it yes, a Facebook thing? Yeah right. but
6: also my neighbour across the road I went to school with and she mentioned it as well and said right. Are you going to go? Like, maybe we could walk down together I'll give you a <laughs> knock and I said, I'll ah. give you a <laughs> knock? Yeah You know I live in the 1950s Yeah
9: yeah Okay Um, You're not keen. Why not?
6: I know everyone I still like. Right. And why do I want to... I grew up in the era when Facebook came to the fore, so I found everyone I needed to find, I think. Yeah. And also, I don't really want to be comparing lives with people.
9: I think yours would a bit com-
6: No, but I don't well. like the competition that's involved. You know, like, sometimes people want to add you on Facebook and they don't want to talk to you. They just want to look at your photos and see I, if you're married a minger.
9: They want, exactly. I think that, that, that Facebook and, and uh, Friends Reunited and, and things like that, I think they are da- they are Gosh, damaging. you remember Friends Reunited? do. They, they, they blew it. They could have ruled the world, but ITV bought them for, like, 20 million quid. And then ITV introduced a £5 pound subscription fee and everyone went, yeah, yeah bye. We, we're off to see Tom at MySpace. <laughs> um, but I think these things are dangerous because... It, there is a natural evolution of, of there used to be a natural evolution of who you would remain friends with and who there's a reason you're not necessarily friends with people you went to primary school yes. middle or middle or upper school with but now you know everybody it's like it was really nice yesterday when I was in the hospital. And I bumped into Nadine, who I used to go to primary school with. I haven't seen her for 30 years. It was nice. That was a moment. It was nothing more than that. I'm glad we had five minutes to have a chat. Never need to speak to her again. If I bump into her, it will be lovely. But, but on Facebook, these things are kind of artificially, you know... Yep.
6: And you get reminders when it's the birthday. Yep. So you kind of find you're getting lots of you know, messages to people you wouldn't speak to. I mean, this is the big test for me. If I walk past them in the street and they don't say hello to me, they are called on Facebook. Yep.
7: Right. So I think you it's, should it's go it's for two reasons. Mm. One... You will get to rekindle your friendship that you had with children who will be completely different. Even if you didn't like them at school, they might you might really like them now. They'll be adults now. I haven't really got any more friends either. And two, yeah. Yeah. you
6: are hot yeah. stuff.
9: That that is that now that so is you a good point.
6: Walk in there. Yeah, and I wasn't at school. Rock.
9: Oh, I bet you weren't, no. I've seen the pictures.
6: I read books, did my homework, that's how I ended up... Go in now. (laughs) She
9: makes a good point. Go in now, uh, go up to your Um, ex-boyfriend... Who
6: I see all the time anyway.
9: Oh, okay. Not like that. Right, Go up to all the lads that um, you fancy but didn't fancy you and slaved and dress up like Olivia and you and John at the end of Greece. (laughs) Yeah!
6: (laughs) Like like a
8: prostitute.
7: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. yeah, um, noted. And then walk up to them and go, tell me about it. (sighs) Stood. Bow, bow, bow. I'll have an (laughs) e-cigarette.
9: I saw a whole family walking along the street smoking e-cigarettes the other day. I thought, you you look stupid. Oh, wait, four five nine four double five five oh five. Should Catherine go to uh, the, the, the school reunion? If you have any experience of school reunions, then do let us know.
6: Andy, off of Aylesbury, yeah. his words, uh, on the text says, I went to a school reunion and all it did was reopen old wounds yeah. never, never again. Possibly.
9: There's, there's possibly a danger of that. I'm
6: happy now. I've got enough friends. I've got friends I can keep up with. Do I need any more to be disappointed in me? Probably not.
9: Now, before the, before the news, well, well, I told a story about I was swimming uh, with, with the boys in the week and we a, a gentleman in his 80s walked past wearing uh, Speedos, and they, were, they, were, they wouldn't have fitted a 12-year-old. You could see literally um, all, pretty much all of his, um, his bum, basically. You could see pretty much all of it. Uh, I didn't even see the front. But, Kelly, you, um, and we're going to tread really carefully. I've got some sound effects lined up, so we can censor okay. this story. Brilliant. brilliant. Um, but you saw, well, tell it. what happened to you?
7: So I, I used to this work this in a hospital shop.
9: Good for you. Do you get paid Good for that, for or is it volunteer work? No, I
7: got paid for it. One of my first jobs. Wowzers. And people who would come into the shop were either very old, some of yep. them weren't very well. Yep. Uh, some of them were a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. One man came into the shop with his. shakalaka boom boom. Hanging out of the slit in his trousers. And I saw all of his. There's no more fanny. Oh, no, wrong one. Shakalaka boom boom. And his. Was completely staring at me, but the man had no idea that his shakalaka boom boom was out, Don't and I it. had to just carry on and serve him. Do you want your regular? Do you want the times? Yes, please. Oh. Did should, you not? Should I have told him? You should
5: have said, "Put that
9: runny thing away." Should I? You should, yeah, and then gone. Oh, I think it's disgusting. That's what you should have done.
6: I've just been on the phone. Did anything happen?
9: No, no, it's fine. <laughs> Don't, Don't worry. worry. We, we, we've all still got right. jobs.
6: Okay, one's online now.
9: Lovely, thank you very much, indeed Oh, did you? Did you not? You, you just stared him straight in the eyes. The I'm eyes.
18: Free.
9: Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Luan is in Flitic.
21: Morning, Luan. Good morning. Good morning, Luan. What have you got for us? I just want to say to Catherine that she has just got to go to her reunion. Oh. <laughs> I went oh, to
9: God. My- Oh, hang on. You could have cleared your throat <laughs> before you came on air, love. Flipping Sorry. heck.
21: Sorry, what was that? You,
9: yeah, you couldn't hear because you've got a, a, an ear full of phlegm. That's, that's, my, that's my parrot. It's not me. What, coughing like an old... Now, listen. <laughs> What, was, what on earth is this? is What's going on in the background? It's my parrot. <laughs> she's laughing at me now. It's not a parrot, that's a man. It's not, it's my parrot. Get her to say something.
21: This guy. She probably won't now I'm talking to her. She will, she'll interrupt the conversation because she always did she's, she's just giving you a kiss.
6: Why do female parrots have a man's voice? Oh, she's mimicking my husband. <laughs>
21: Does he meow? She does meow. She calls the cat. She says goodbye when you're walking out the room.
8: Yeah, that's weird, isn't it?
18: (laughs) But
20: she hasn't been to a school reunion. They can't. They can't think,
9: though, can they? They they couldn't. You couldn't engage it in a conversation. It's just like a tape recorder, isn't it?
20: Yeah, but saying
21: that, she knows what time of day it is. Oh, yeah. It's like if you get up at sort of upper six, seven o'clock, she says, "Time for a bath."
9: That would freak me out.
21: Well, if you walk into the room with a cup of tea, she says, um, don't spill it. <laughs> <laughs> oh
9: Blimey. Anyway, you've not called in to show off your parrot, have you? No,
21: so I'm going to go out and shut the door because she's making too much noise. She's been very, very noisy. I do apologise. Very noisy. Okay. There you go. She just told me to see me later now. Mm -hmm. Um, So you think (laughs) Catherine should go
9: to this school reunion? I do, yeah.
21: Um, I went a few years ago. It was 25 years when we left school. And I have never laughed so much in my life. Um, There was only quite a small group of us, about 15 of us, I think. Yeah. And um, people brought things that I never even knew were still in circulation, like the old school magazine. um, Clothing that, you know, we we wore on school trips trips like this, silly bubble hats that we all had to be recognised by, Yeah. Um, pictures, uh, it was just, I've never, honestly, the belly laughs that we had, I hurt by the end of the night, it was amazing, and uh, everybody was really apprehensive, because obviously we hadn't seen each other for like 20 odd years, some of us had seen each other, because we still live in the same area, yeah. you know, I've never moved out of my town, but the people that had moved out, they'd come over from America, from uh, from New Zealand. And we were looking at each other and we were like, Who are you? Some of them have changed so much that you never who knew. But once you were actually sitting there talking to them, you're like, do you know what? I can see it now. I can see it in your eye
0: You you didn't recognise the people.
21: There were some people there we never recognised. No, they had changed. You know, from like the the tubby Um, ones that were kind of long haired and they were they all shot up and all thinned out and all become parents. And it was brilliant. Catherine,
9: is she selling it to
21: you? I'm very tempted. It is, if honestly, you will regret it if you don't go. Even if, if there's only one person you haven't seen
6: that you connect with. If my neighbour knocks on the door, I'll go. Yeah, go on, do it. I'll trust it to fate.
9: I'll go do
6: But I'll put my face on first, just in case.
9: Just in case. All right, uh, Luanne, thank you very much indeed. 08459 nine four double five five. Joes, stay there. I want to talk to you about payday loans in a few minutes. Let's get the travel with Alice first. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. At the Black Cat roundabout, we've got queues on the A1 from eaton Soken. Also the Clop Hill roundabout. On the speed sensors, all approaches to the roundabout looking very congested. In Aylesbury, Wendover Road is slow going at the Stoke Road. And also the A1M southbound, very heavy between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. On the M25, anti-clockwise, things are slow going between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice, thank you very much.
9: Right, 7.46 exactly. It's Wednesday the 2nd of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate. That's according to the Financial Conduct Authority. St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. And in sport, Stevenage are off the bottom of League One, but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to leaders at Wolves. Coming up, we'll speak to Jez about his survival, uh, how he survived on payday loans. If you want to give us a call on that 08459 455555 but right now let's get the weather with Georgina
13: Beds, hearts, and bucks weather.
4: BBC Three
10: Counties Radio.
13: Good morning. There's a bit of mist and fog around. Once that clears, we should have a bright start to the day with some sunny spells around. Uh, Come this afternoon, though, it does start to cloud over, and there's always the threat of a shower here and there, too. But of course, not everybody will see that. Uh, We've got a light easterly breeze today with temperatures expected to reach 17 or 18 degrees Celsius. And just to point out as well, there is a high pollution, high pollen count uh, just to the north of London today. And tonight, we've got uh, some clear spells. It should be largely dry, just clouding over as we head towards the morning with temperatures down to 11 degrees Celsius. And tomorrow, a cloudy day all in all, a fair few showers around, quite few and far between to start off with, but becoming more frequent and heavy later on in the day with temperatures reaching 16 degrees Celsius. And it's fairly showery towards the end of the week too. So Friday, one or two showers, Saturday, showery and breezy, although we should have some bright spells. And Sunday, we've got a wind, Windy day, wet and windy day, so not particularly pleasant, but we've got high pressure building towards the middle of next week, so some settled weather to look forward to at least. That's your latest forecast.
10: When you need local news.
13: The headlines, two jailed for the killing of a teenager in Luton. When you
10: need local travel. Hewing northbound for wedding around Junction 5 up towards Nedworth. When you need local weather.
13: We've got plenty more showers this afternoon becoming more widespread and quite heavy at times.
10: BBC Three Counties Radio is here with local up-to-date news and travel bulletins throughout the day. You'll always be up to date.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio. So tougher rules are coming in uh, regarding payday loan companies. Ever used one, Jez and I? Wickham has. Morning, Jez. Morning, Jez. What what
22: happened? Well, basically, I just got into a cycle where I was I was literally taking one out on a on a monthly basis, and um, obviously, what happens is it rolls over to the next month. Whereas you take one out and then you, you I mean, I was always paying them off, but the problem was obviously um the following month obviously i was getting you were getting more into debt because you were getting more into debt earlier in the month because obviously you were having to pay off the previous month's loan so it just got sort of to the point where it got to the beginning of the month and i was just taking them out and that went on for about two years wow um and you just do it to make ends meet and just pay your bills because obviously i even though i'm married you know um you know we, we've got we've both got our own financial commitments outside of that you know bills we have to pay and and um
9: how much were you borrowing,
22: James? It, it was it varied. It really depended. Sometimes it was up to three hundred and fifty. Oh. Uh, that was sort of top whack, and it was sort of went down sort of to about one hundred and fifty. It was anything between that really. And uh, what kind of interest were you paying on oh, these loans? Right, it was thousands. Of pa- it was thousands of percent APR. It was something like if you were taking out sort of what was it, one hundred and fifty quid, you were paying something like nearly two hundred pound back. you were paying almost like another fifty quid back forty, fifty fifty quid back. Um, so it's that that cripples you. And of course, I was going into work and people were saying, oh, you know, it's not it awful about payday loans and people are really stupid to take them out. And in the end, I did come clean with people at work and they were quite shocked. Wow. But last month, I managed to get out of the out of the cycle, if you like. Uh, oh,
9: really? So you're, 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 after yeah. two years, you're free from them? Yeah. How it's, did it's you really, manage that?
22: Just by going without, really, and sheer knuckling down, just doing without. And then my wife helped me out quite a lot, obviously, uh, you know, supported me. Um, but, I mean, obviously, I mean, somebody earlier on said, oh, people are idiots that take them out, but yeah. it's easier said than done. Yeah. Did your wife know you were using them? Oh,
9: yeah. She knew from
22: day uh, one. She She sort of advised me against it, but it was like, you know... I need, to, I need, to, I need, to, I need to just to just just to get you know to get to get by every month, otherwise I'll end up with no money whatsoever. It's and,
9: interesting um, that you said you kept it secret from your work friends. There's no reason you should tell them, but but the fact that it came up in conversation and, and they were saying that people like you, without realising it, w- were
22: idiots. How did yeah. that make you feel? Uh, very small. Um, I mean, I, I, I suffered from depression anyway, and that and that kind of made made me feel worse about myself. So my self esteem was very low. Um, because you feel sort of, in, you know, you feel inferior. You think, well, you know, they're obviously doing better than me. They're all right, Jack, and I'm, and I'm at the bottom of the pile kind of thing. And it, and it makes you, you, ha- you get a real down on yourself over it. And if you're doing it every month, it just becomes like a cycle. And you, you, you can't see an end to it. You're kind of stuck in this rut. And it's, and it's quite depressing, really. So to be out of it is quite a relief. I, I mean, you know, uh, to manage without. Obviously, I would have gone to my family had I had a, a good relationship with my family. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't particularly have a good relationship with my sisters. However, and obviously, unfortunately, my parents, unfortunately, are not here anymore. Um, otherwise I probably would have gone to them for some help, but but I didn't really have that option. I didn't feel comfortable with that option. And did did you, when
9: you went to these companies, did did you get the impression that they were were concerned or helpful, or were they rubbing their hands going, hey, here comes that mug again?
22: Um, I I mean, they they, they used to text you and and, and sort of, you know, tell you when they were going to take the money out, and I didn't really get involved in that side of it. Because obviously it was always, they were always paid off. Yeah. Um... But I mean, they they were they were quite unhelpful. One one month, I tried to get a loan out, and I was quite desperate. It was before Christmas, and um, they weren't very helpful. And you know, I had I was locked out of my account, and I and I had a, a lot of problems getting you know in you know the, the, the support to actually get in and actually you know obviously get my password and access and get the you know get the application done and things like that.
9: Jez, listen, <coughs> I'm well well done on getting out of it. Sounds like you've done a, a sensible thing, and um, thank you very much for sharing your story. What do you think? 08459 455 On FM, AM, online and digital radio.
4: This is Ian Lee. On
9: BBC Three Counties Radio. Doing, doing, do. MPs are being urged to back campaigners' calls for more 20-miles-per-hour zones in built-up areas. Road Safety Charity Brake will be presenting its Go20 campaign to Parliament in a bid to reduce speeds around schools and residential areas, as well as in towns and city centres. Well, we uh, are joined uh, by Rod King, who's the founder and campaign director of the Road Safety Campaigners 20's Plenty for Us, and also Brian Gregory from the Alliance of British Drivers. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, good morning. Rod, let's start with you. Why 20 miles per hour? What difference would that make?
15: Well, 20 miles an hour is just a more sensible and social speed for uh, vehicles to be driving in places where people live. I mean, these public spaces um, between buildings, which we call uh, streets, uh, they're very much for people. And um, we, of course, want to use cars, but we want those to be used in a way which matches with the needs and the aspirations and the safety uh, of people who are using
23: those places as well.
9: Brian, from the Alliance of British Drivers, it's, it, it, it's about safety and it makes perfect sense, according to Rod.
23: Uh, well, yes, it would be, according to somebody who works for a charity that's heavily sponsored by public transport organisations and by organisations that make uh, speed enforcement equipment. The fact is, it doesn't
15: work. Well, 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 I'm sorry, Mr Gregory, you're you're telling complete falsehoods there. We are not sponsored by any organisations which are uh, involved with uh, uh, speed cameras or whatever. And I actually don't work for the charity, I'm a volunteer. So can we get those straight, please, before you start misinforming people?
23: Right, well, but we'll uh, investigate whether that proves to be true.
9: Well, Rod has said that's true, and we have to take him at his his word, Brian. But what do you think about these claims that 20 miles per hour is a safer speed to travel at? Well, the
23: statistics just don't bear it out. Portsmouth, which was the first one... They are claiming twenty two percent fewer casualties, but what they don't tell you is behind the headlines, the most important ones there was a thirty eight percent increase in pedestrian KSIs, that's death and serious injuries, eleven percent increase in cycling KSIs, and a six percent increase in overall KSIs in the in the zone where the twenty mile per hour limit was at a time when there was a twelve percent reduction in traffic volume in that area. So it actually got worse. And there isn't a single zone that we've examined and looked at the statistics where that isn't the case. Rod?
15: Well, he's, he's talking about a figure which is minuscule. In Portsmouth, the KSI's went, I think, from 18 to 19. These are numbers which are so, so small uh, that they, they, they are not useful. Let me tell oh, you I'm that sorry, the 20-mile-an-hour places... And the 21-hour policy is now in place with councils which have a total population of 13 million. It's being done in all our major cities, London, Birmingham, Manchester, Bath, Bristol... It doesn't necessarily mean it's right, though, does it? Because
9: lots of people are doing it, though, Rod.
15: No, but it has been investigated and looked at by the people who are responsible for those roads, which is the traffic authority, and they have decided that it's the right thing to do for the whole community... And it has very few disadvantages. We're talking Brian. about a couple of seconds on a journey time. B- Brian Gregory from the Alliance of British Drivers. Can I ask well, why, I'm why not are you why sure s- that you...
23: that it is actually true that they've been investigated. In many cases, councils have imposed these against the advice of police. And what we actually need is a, a thorough investigation of how effective 20 mile per hour zones
9: Brian, are. Brian, why are, why are you so against 20 mile
23: per hour zones? What's, what's your they, problem with them? the statistics suggest they make things worse. They don't actually make them better. Anybody who's tried to drive a modern car at 20 miles an hour knows that you actually spend more time looking at the speedometer and less time looking at the road. You're in low gear. My car won't travel at 20 miles an hour in above third gear. So you're then spending more time looking at the speedometer and you're not watching road users. Road users, pedestrians, vulnerable road users are being told that these zones are safer and they're, they're given the perception that they're safer, and so they tend to act less responsibly. And as a result, we get more collisions, not less, and it's higher impact speeds because the drivers are not looking at the road, so they're not braking before the impacts. Rod from twenty plenty for us. It's dying. it's it's
15: well, difficult well, to drive at twenty miles an hour. Okay, it's well. <laughs> We find actually that there are people all over Europe, the Danes, the Germans, the the, the Dutch, the Belgians, the Swedes, uh, all have wide area. 30 kilometers per hour speed limits, which is 18 and a half miles an hour. Mr. Gregory's claim about, well, always looking at speedo. Uh, I mean, this is ridiculous. Drivers who don't know what speed they're doing and constantly looking at their speedo are not particularly good drivers, and perhaps they will be better driving at 20 rather than always looking at their speedo at 30. This is ridiculous. It's just that there is a group Uh, of the Association of British Drivers, which I would say doesn't represent all drivers. They want to maintain speeds as fast as possible, and that's why they are against 20 mile-an-hour limits, and that's why almost every road safety institution, the government, and many non-government organizations all favor 20 mile-an-hour limit, with exceptions. In our urban areas.
9: Gentlemen, we have to end it there. I appreciate um, both of you coming on. Thank you very much indeed. The last voice you heard there was Rod King, founder and campaign director of the road safety campaign group 20's Plenty for Us. And the other gentleman was Brian Gregory from the Alliance of British Drivers. Over to you. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Would you like to see the speed limits in built up areas reduced to 20 miles per hour? Or would it be as Mr Gregory says, more dangerous. 08459 455 555. Travel news for beds,
10: cards, and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Hitchin, both the A505 and A602 are queuing as you approach the centre of town. The A1M southbound also really struggling between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. On the M1, things are still slow between the Junction 10 Luton Spur Road and 10A for the Kidneywood Roundabout. Also still got queues on the sensors on the London Road as you join the roundabout. The M25 anti-clockwise, slow between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Public transport. has no reported problems. I'm Alice Gloss at BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: I was about to say to my team uh, because Catherine's just left the studio. She better be putting the kettle on. (laughs) I realised my microphone was open. I'm so sorry, Alice. Thank you very much.
4: How rude! Local and vocal across Beds, Hearts, and Bucks.
10: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's eight o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines warning over new rules on payday loans. Lorry driver killed in M1 crash and Luton win again to close in on promotion.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate according to the Financial Conduct Authority. Lenders will have to carry out improved affordability checks on customers and will be banned from rolling over a loan more than twice. Andrew Pakes is Labour's parliamentary candidate for Milton Keynes South.
1: This is a big step forward. I've been campaigning on this and we've had groups in Milton Keynes campaigning on this for several years. It's not everything I wanted. I would still like to see a cap on the interest rate. So uh, people can take out payday loans if they want to, but we end some of the bonkers, you know, sky high uh, interest rates
0: we see. Police have confirmed that a lorry driver died in yesterday's crash on the slip road from the M1 to the M25 in Hertfordshire. The 54 year old man was trapped in his lorry after it overturned on the slip road to the M25 clockwise at junction 6A. At around midday, the slip road was closed for several hours. Police are appealing for witnesses. St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. Ten projects nationwide will receive a total of £30 million under plans announced this morning. The £4.2 million for St Albans will fund conservation work at the cathedral and an education and events programme is also planned. People are being warned to expect very high levels of air pollution today. The problem is being caused by a combination of light winds, local pollution and dust blown from the Sahara. More from Roger Harabin.
5: Several times a year, strong winds across the Sahara lift fine dust so high that it gets trapped in moisture in clouds. It's transported thousands of miles, providing vital minerals to fertilise the Atlantic Ocean and even the Amazon rainforest. But in the UK, it's combining now with local air pollution to irritate people's lungs. The elderly and anyone with heart disease or lung disease should take the health warning seriously. The charity
0: is calling on the government to introduce a 20-mile-an-hour speed limit in all urban areas instead of 30. Brake is taking its campaign to Parliament today. In a survey, the charity found that 80% of people think 20 miles per hour speed limits should be the norm around schools, in residential streets and in village, town and city centres. In sport, Luton are closing in on the conference title after two late goals gave them a 2-1 victory at Dartford with the winner from leading scorer Andre Gray. I managed to get a good header
3: on it and it's gone in so um happened at a perfect time as well and we've got the resilience now to hold out games and just see them out and we've just got to do it for three more games now
0: and we'll get over the line. Stevenage are off the bottom of League One but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to leaders Wolves and Manchester United drew one all at home to Bayern Munich in the first leg of their Champions League quarter-final. The weather early mist will lift through the morning followed by sunny spells but with a chance of thundery showers a maximum temperature 18 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk. Slash three counties.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
0: I've been here about 45,
5: 46 years. Been here 76 years.
4: It's all about where you live. And all this week, we're featuring Shefford and Chick Sands. I love it. I live in Clifton, but I wish I lived in Shefford.
23: It's a very good neighbourhood here. We've got good neighbours, good friends, and it's a good community to live in.
4: The big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning. This is Ian Lee, BBC
9: Three Counties Radio. You've just tuned in, where have you been? You've missed 90s morning. Well, 90s morning is becoming 90s week. Tomorrow from 6 we're celebrating the women of the 90s. I say the 90s, I mean the kind of, sort of British indie 90s. I don't mean Celine Dion.
6: Yep, yeah. short haircuts.
9: Yes, guitars. Short haircutted women with guitars from Britain. That's what we're celebrating tomorrow.
6: Wearing German trainers.
9: Yeah, why not? Why not? But this morning, what else are we talking about? Well, payday loans. Ever used a payday loan company? The rules are getting tighter. Could force some of them out of business. Some people going hurrah. Other people shaking their head going, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Love to get your stories about payday loans. We've had one good, one bad so far. 08459 four double five five double five. There's a campaign, lots of campaigns, there's a campaign to get um, the roads, all the roads and built-up areas at 20 miles per hour. Just before the news with Simon at eight, we heard both sides of the argument. What do you think? Should we lower the speed limit in built-up areas? And Catherine Boyle's been invited to a school reunion this weekend. She don't wanna Go. I wouldn't have wanted to go to one a couple of years ago. If one were arranged now, I would be up for it, I think. Ever been to one? What was it like? Did you come away feeling like the king or indeed the queen of the world, saying, aha, I showed them? Or did you revert to being the 14-year-old who would go crying in the toilets at lunchtime? Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. You can send me a text, 81333. Start your text 3CR. And you can give me a call, 08459 455 555.
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
10: This BBC. is BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Here we go, lots of, lots of texts here. Let me rattle through some of these texts, then we'll get to Pat, and then we'll speak to Justin. Um, talking about 20 miles per hour, you only have to observe the skid marks... Before speed cameras, oh, and during long dry spells, the ones on motor on the I suppose the ones on motorways to realise what irresponsible rubbish drivers many are in the UK, says David. Ian, just listening to the show as usual, heard you mention about golf. I'd like to offer you a free golf lesson. I'm the head pro at the Millbrook Golf Club near the junction 13 of the M1. Why not come over and see what it's all about? Get in touch, Andrew. Oh, and he gives his number. I'm, t- I'm up for a little bit of that.
6: I bet I would kick your. Sweet patootie at golf.
9: Uh, Andrew, can I bring my friend Catherine Boyle, please? If that's a yes, then we'll come along.
6: It's got to be a Thursday.
9: Why can you only do things on Thursdays? Because that's my day off motherhood. See, Thursdays I'm quite busy.
6: Well, if you want to go... Well, it I
9: want to go. Time. I want to go, but I don't necessarily want to go with you. Okay.
6: The oh, oh. oh, the alternative is we take my two-year-old and she whoops your sweet potato. All right.
9: Okay. So then, then maybe no boils will be invited. School reunions. Here we go. I've got a school reunion in September. I'm in two minds whether to go or not. I know all the old cliques. It's cliques, but okay. we know what you mean. We'll get back together, and everyone will be boasting about how great their lives are, whilst looking down at others. I don't want that rubbish in my life, thanks. That's kind of one of the things you're worried about That's a little the bit.
6: Small, the still small voice at the back of my head.
9: Um, Phil says, like Catherine, I moved down south when I was at primary school. As part of my introduction... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! As part of my introduction, I had to stand at the front of the class and talk so they could hear my weird accent. Who do I sue for damages?
6: Well, when you find out, give me a shout.
9: That's awful. Uh, and we're talking about older people working as well. Anna says, my dad is 72. He still works full-time. He's an electrician by trade, but also a qualified carpenter and works at both of these. He's as fit as a fiddle. Good for him. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. On the subject of 20 mile per hour speed limits, it's Pat in Houghton Regis. Morning, Pat. Good morning. Pat, what yeah. do you reckon? Should we build up areas? Let's reduce them all to 20 miles per hour and save
19: lives. No, I reckon we should pedestrianise all roads in, you know, built-up areas. That's what? a tongue-in-cheek remark, actually. Okay. It's it's very ridiculous. Droll. Why? Yeah, no, sorry about that. Um, well, it's just a ridiculous speed. It's, like the chap said, you know, you do look at your speedometer more than you do the road, because you have to. It's, it's a very um, hard speed to control rather than 30, and cars are built... Uh, e- efficiently and effectively to brake even at 30 miles an hour, even at 40, it doesn't matter, but 30 is a reasonable um, speed in built-up areas. Brian Gregory
9: from the Alliance of British Drivers said that t- 20 miles per hour is too difficult to drive in. We've had him on before, uh, and he's always he's always great value, and he always comes back, which is so good for him. But I've put this to the test. 20 miles per hour is not difficult to drive at, Pat. Come
19: on, it's easy. It's easy. It, no, it's not. It's, it is quite difficult, especially when oh. you're teaching people at 20. It's quite a difficult thing to do because they're actually looking at their speed on more than you are no, teaching
9: them. You no, learn, you learn the feel of it. You learn the sound of it. you know what 20 miles
8: an you
19: hour can, is? You can, you can have the feel of it, but you've got to remember that you've got uh, probably two miles an hour just after 20 just to... Uh, stop you getting a speed camera at you and this is what happens, people are more conscious of actually speeding uh, nowadays okay. and they should be as well but that money that councils are actually spending on all these road improvements which must run into millions and millions of pounds all over the country yeah. would be better spent on enforcing the laws on our roads by employing more traffic police where you see them going 70 miles an hour down the Dunstable Road in Luton and other roads that people do not obey the speed limits. They're the dangerous drivers that we need to start looking Pan? at.
9: Thank you very much indeed. Oh, eight four 455555. We've just had confirmation from uh, Andrew at the golf club that yes, Catherine is very welcome to come and have a go. Why not bring Justin and Kelly?
7: Oh, right. No. Is it uh, crazy golf? No, oh.
9: it's uh, grown-up golf. Mm. Just, we'll, just you and me.
6: It's a lot of walking, a lot of... You
9: probably ball. wouldn't like it. You could
6: drive the buggy. No! <gasps> can I? You can carry my bag. Oh. I believe that's called caddying.
9: Oh, this has really just got out of hand. Now, it's thought that tough new rules from financial watchdogs could force a quarter of payday companies uh, to stop offering short-term high-interest loans. The FCA now has the power to impose unlimited fines and order firms to issue refunds. Well, Justin Dealey has been out and about speaking
24: to people about payday loans, haven't you, Justin? What's what's the general opinion been? Well, uh, the general opinion is is not very good uh, when it comes to payday loans, Uh, just being honest. uh, All these people coming up, they haven't used payday loans themselves. However, their friends have and here's what's happened to them.
21: Well, the interest is like double what they've taken out and they haven't been able to pay it back.
24: Now, somebody I spoke to earlier on got into problems because they borrowed £100, as little as £100. Again, similar story with your friends?
21: Yes, definitely, just £100, even maybe £150, but it's double, it's double they have to pay back.
24: Why would they take it out in the first place if they knew they couldn't pay it back?
21: But it's the in- they think they could pay it back at the time, but then they realise when they get it, oh, I can't. They probably think at the time, oh, they're going out for a party, they're all happy, want to borrow £100 to go out with their friends, and then it comes to the end of the month and it's it's not great.
24: So this is what your friends are doing, they're borrowing money to go out onto the town?
21: Yeah. I haven't done it because my mum won't let me. (laughs) You know, if I did, I'd probably get kicked out of my house.
24: (laughs) I mean, that's shocking, isn't it?
21: Yeah. I wouldn't borrow it, no. I would never do it.
24: Jack, you haven't taken out a payday loan, but again, you know people that have. What's happened to them? Ended up in two grand's worth of debt. Within a couple of months, just not paying it. So how much did they borrow? A couple of hundred quid. Built up and built up. Miss, missing payments. And how did your friend get out of this mess? Had to get a line off his grandad. Paying that back to his granddad every week. Which he should have done in the first place. Yeah. 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 Very similar to a story earlier on this morning. And what did they need the money for? Can you remember? Was it simply going out?
1: Buying a motorbike to get to work. And that broke... We couldn't afford to fix it, so he sold it, so he lost all his money.
24: I mean, do you think the day will ever come where you might need a, a payday loan? Nah, I'll avoid that.
9: Well, I'm joined now by the Bishop of Bedford, the Right Reverend Richard Atkinson. Uh, good morning. Good what morning. Do, what do I, how do I refer to you? Bishop, the Right Reverend? What's
26: what's the correct... Uh, gr- uh, Bishop Richard, Bishop.
9: Bishop, I call, I call you the Bishop. You're not a fan of these companies, are you?
26: Uh, n- no, we're not. And we recognise there's a place for... Appropriate financial lending. Um, you know, somebody who needs a loan to buy a motorbike for work—that's something which needs to happen. But not in a way that, in up until fairly recent, up until actually a couple of days ago, has been really very unregulated and with an, incre- in, um, an incredible increase in the number of people who've taken out loans and have got into trouble. There,
9: there, there is a, a, a need for these, and I guess if these companies are used properly as actual payday loan companies, you, you're a bit short on Wednesday, but you. Not- you're going to get paid on friday they can be very helpful can't they
26: um they play a role and for some people that may be right I, I still think we could move towards a much better culture of sort of saving um planning um and using other financial facilities at lower rates of interest you know the many payday loan companies are lending at rates of over four thousand percent yeah those are huge rates
9: it's not feasible, is it, for everybody to save? Some people are, you know, literally living day to day. What, what, what would you suggest they do?
26: Well, of course, there are people in uh, in our society who are in desperate need at the moment, where money just stops. I, th- I, I, I think that's. I think in a sense is almost a bigger problem and that's how we respond to the needs of those in greatest need because a payday loan won't help there either or just make the problem worse so we've got to look at other options um, credit unions are not an immediate response because you have to put money in and take out but that's I think what I mean by a, gen- a change of culture and trying to prepare. For some people, it's very difficult.
9: There are some people listening, Bishop, and I feel I have to put this point, who might say, well, it's all very easy for a bishop to talk about this who who works for one of the the richest organisations in the world. He's out of touch with what's really going on. What would you you say to those detractors?
26: Um, I'm in in a fortunate position to have a modest income, but um, I I would say you know, I'm I'm in touch on Friday night there was a meeting in Bedford, hosted by one of our churches, with those organisations that are involved in providing advice to those in debt. I listened, as did others, to appalling stories of people who have been, uh, have got debt has got out of control, who've been the victims of bad practice by payday loans. Um, We also heard, of course, how the Financial Conduct Authority are now bringing in new regulations, how we're on a path to a much better regulation in this field. So, um, like others, I I hear how desperate these are. In Bedfordshire, um, the number of people taking out payday loans in 2012-13 went up by 675%. That sounds like something that is out of control.
9: Bishop, I really appreciate your time and your thoughts on that this morning, Bishop of Bedford, the Right Reverend Richard Atkinson. What would you think about what's being said there? Again, I, I, I can only get this to work in my head if I hear your stories of why and when you used payday loan companies. It's easy for me to say, "Oh, they're a ripoff, four thousand percent interest." Oh, we should we should close them all. But I have. By the grace of God, not been in that position where I've needed to borrow 150 quid, 300 quid. Have you? 08459 455 four double five five double five. Travel news for
10: beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. Between Houghton Regis and Dunstable, the A5 is struggling in both directions. Also on the sensors in High Wycombe, there are queues on the A404 with the normal morning delays approaching the Handy Cross roundabout. In Stevenage, Hitchin Road is heavy in both directions around Ingleside Drive while the roadworks go on. And also the M1 slow going between Junction 10 for the Luton Spur Road and the 10A Junction for the Kidney Wood roundabout. The M25 anti-clockwise, struggling between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: And just to let you know, Alice, she wasn't putting the kettle on when she went off 15 minutes ago. Nightmare. Yeah, terrible. She was going for a wee. 8.17. It's Wednesday the 2nd... Sorry? Sorry? No, actually, no, I just saw what you said. 8.17, it's Wednesday the 2nd of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate. That's according to the Financial Conduct Authority. Police have confirmed that a lorry driver died in yesterday's crash on the slip road from the M1 to the M25 in Hertfordshire. And in sports, Stevenage are off the bottom of League One, but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw at home to leaders' wolves. BBC Three Counties Radio, just to let JVS know, it's your 36-second call, Mr Jonathan Vernon-Smith, your 36-second call. BBC
4: Three Counties Radio.
10: Every weekday from three,
23: Roberto Peroni. You told 580 gags in one hour. Can I test you for one minute? I spent
15: the whole year trying to get into classes of music. It took the four seasons.
10: Weekdays from three. We heard from Neil earlier on, he claims he was discriminated against and asked to leave a pub because he injected himself in public in full view.
21: Insulin keeps my son alive, okay? If he doesn't inject, he'll die.
10: Roberto Peroni.
21: And I just thank you for
12: the services that you do on here to help people like myself.
10: Weekdays from three on BBC
9: Three Counties Radio. Uh, I've just highlighted to Jonathan Verner-Smith, he made it. He was outside, he was being polite, so I apologise for... Um, it's all right, the, you thought I was late? Was I it? was
5: just waiting, I didn't want to
9: interrupt your lovely flow. Thank, And I appreciate that, I do like a good flow. I've just highlighted, I've got a, a stain on this jumper. This jumper's going to go in the bin. You may see me wearing in this... In the bin? Well, it's got a stain on it. Well, it won't come, you it's, could try washing it's it. It's just come out of the wash and it's still stained. Well, you're not using the right product.
5: It, I, you may see this jumper again tomorrow... Do you want me to bring a little session of my mis- Mr. Muscolo? Mr. what? Mr. Muscolo. In uh, in Argentina, they sell, like, a Mr. Muscle special stain-removing powder. Beautiful. You can't get it here. I'd love some Mr. Muscolo. you want some Mr. Muscolo? Willie, I have a s- suspicion that this is um, from the rear end of a child. Uh, oh, my God. I'm not sure whether I want... Have a sniff. I'm not smelling your jumper, and I'm not sure whether I even want to lend you my Mr. Muscolo for your jumper. You say lend... What? It's not a give. Well, you're not having the whole tub. You can have a tiny little bit. That's a that's a little bit weird. Why? I'm not giving you the whole tub. I had to bring it all the way from Argentina. I mean, okay it I'll me take 15 it. fifteen pesos. Do they still have pesos in Argentina? Yes, yeah. they do,
9: don't they? Uh, well, I, I, I'll, yes. Okay. Do I have to give back what I don't use, or are you going to give me the exact measurement I need? Uh, I'll give you the exact measure. you need. Think it's, it's, you
5: think he's joking? No, I'm not, not joking. He's not at all. No, not joking. Gosh. No, I'll give you just a tiny bit. You can't get it here. <laughs> Mr. Muscolo. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cold, isn't it, Catherine? Isn't that cold?
6: Don't come between a Jonathan and his Mr. Muscolo.
5: Okay, fair enough. I okay. They don't say, you nope. can buy Mr. Muscle here, yeah. but they don't sell this powder. Okay, all right. That's Mr. Muscolo. Thank you very much indeed. What's what's on your show this morning, Jonathan? Coming up on the big phone in at nine, is it reasonable to limit drivers to 20 miles per hour oh. in towns? I've been very interested yes. in this story this morning. Road safety charity Break want to limit drivers to 20 miles an hour around schools, residential areas, towns and city centres. This morning they'll present their Go 20 manifesto to Parliament in the hope MPs will back their campaign. Well, right here in the three counties, at a council meeting last week in Milton Keynes, Green Party MEP... Keith Taylor proposed a 20-mile-an-hour zone for all residential areas in the new city. And, of course, don't forget, last year, Hertfordshire County Council, they were talking about making every single town in Hertfordshire a 20-mile-an-hour zone. Yeah. But I want your view on this from 9. Is it reasonable to limit drivers to 20 miles per hour in towns? Do you think 20 is perfectly fast enough? People don't need to go any faster than that, and anybody that does is a dangerous little speeder. 08459 555. Your views on the big phone in from 9. I've got some angry texts about this. Got, I'll, I'll
9: read in a second. Not much support for the 20 miles per hour, which I'm surprised by. I thought there would be more. Um, I don't know if you've been listening I mentioned earlier that I drove past a golf course yesterday And for the first time in my life I went Oh do you know what I fancy I, c- I could quite fancy that Well the gentleman called Andrew who's got in touch And invited myself and Catherine for a golf lesson Which is yes. great fun Then he kind of you know he's invited Kelly and, and um, What's his name Justin Well he's just invited you I don't want to leave uh, JVS out of the golf lesson so he can come too No thank
5: you Oh It's boring Sorry My father's a golfer Yeah well, when I was younger, I used to caddy for him. It's boring. Caddy, caddying is, is
9: boring. And I've always thought the golf was boring, but just, I think it's because I've turned 40. Maybe you're a little bit... I
5: think turning 40 just, just kind of clicked. You were going to say a little bit young then, weren't I, you? Then you suddenly remember. I held back, yeah, yeah. I held back. you actually um, a old man. No, it's boring. It's boring, isn't it? So that's a no, then? I'll meet you in the bar. Well, I was, I,
9: to be honest, I'm kind of glad it was a no. Uh, uh, you, you know, but that's a shame. You're undoing your good work from yesterday, where you said we'd bonded. Uh, yes, I'm trying to. I, I felt that uh, I embarrassed myself by exposing myself to you yesterday. Not in the same way that, that Kelly's gentleman did in her story about working in a hospital. But um, uh, so I'm just kind of retracting a little bit.
5: Well, well, I'll bring in my Mr. Muscolo anyway for you. <laughs>
18: You're very kind. <laughs>
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Yes, Catherine? I've never heard of this Mr Muscolo. No. When I lived in Spain, it was all about Don Limpio, Mr Clean.
9: <laughs> Don Limpio, Mr Limp.
6: Mr <laughs> Limp. No, Limpio means clean. <clears throat> so.
9: I'm just, I'm just kind of... I'm, yeah, you,
6: you said it out loud to him again. I've told you so many times, you need to keep those feelings hidden.
9: Yeah, I know. Well, Bury them deep. That's bad news. I could, do you know what? Who fancies a prisoners after the show today? Yeah? yeah?
6: Oh, no. I ate my ten a day yesterday and I'm feeling clean well, come within and, and without.
9: Come and dirty yourself with some prisoners.
6: You can oh. have an apple. They sell apples, I remember. You know you can't have an apple if you go in there.
9: Rose is doing work experience.
6: I am,
14: it is yes. Rose, isn't it? For a second it I said
9: Rose. your name, I thought, oh, for goodness, I've got the wrong name. This is Rose. And then I would have had to talk my way out of it, but now I've embarrassed myself even further. We, we um, go for a fry-up at Prisoners after the show, and the tradition is that the workie um, buys it for everyone. So That's a lovely tradition. Hope you're cool with that. Thanks, sure. Rose. Yeah, thanks, Rose. <laughs> yeah, totally sucked in. Nice one. Now, there's a sense of pride in reaching 100 years old, but for Buckinghamshire resident Dolly Savile, it's going to be just another day at work. She's been working behind the bar of the Red Line in Wendover for more than 70 years and still has three shifts a week there. Not only that, she's due to celebrate her 100th birthday at the pub later on this month. Dolly's
2: been talking to our reporter, Ben Nye. Captain Foad, he was my first boss, and he said, I think now, Dolly, you could start to serve. So I said, Oh, no. I said, I should give him the wrong change, because I was a dancer at school. (laughs) And uh, he said, no, you'll be all right. I said, no, I don't think so, thank you. He said, oh, well, we will see. Anyway, I started to serve, and I quite enjoyed it. Working has kept you young, in a way,
14: because you're able to still keep active. Oh, gosh, yes.
2: Yes, I I meet lovely people that come in here and have a laugh with them
14: in terms of your family and stuff do they worry about you if they tried to get you to put your feet up would you tell them i wouldn't
2: listen to them and they know i wouldn't you see is
14: working that important to you then
2: oh yeah this is my second home
9: Well, we can talk now to Peter Ballantyne, who chairs Milton Keynes Bus Users Group and is a hospital governor of Milton Keynes Hospital and previously uh, been a spokesperson for the Milton Keynes Pensioners Association and for the regional branch of the National Pensioners Convention. Well, blimey, Peter, that's a long title. Uh, Yes, it is. (laughs) Is it easy to get work as you get older, do you think, Peter?
27: Well, I reached 60 and I found myself in the middle of what I call corporate downsizing. And, of course, at the time, which was 10 years ago... It was uh, the best thing to do, they thought, was to get rid of all of the experience.
9: I never quite understood that philosophy. Was it because younger people were cheaper or or more enthusiastic? Because surely you you want knowledge and experience in
27: workplaces. I would totally agree. And uh, I remember reading in the newspaper around the time that uh, the new boss of HSBC Bank had walked into uh, his head office in London, and there wasn't one grey hair, as he de- described it, and decided that the policy would change. So, he, at the time, it gave me a lot of hope. What I found was, uh, at the time, that I was overqualified because of all the experience, and uh, you were up against um, the younger generation. It wasn't a feeling of disappointment, but what I did as a person was um, put myself into, as you just said, the long title, put myself into a whole series of committees to use the experience. I just didn't want to lose the the energy and the experience that I'd gained all through my life. So
9: the things you're doing at the moment, Peter, am I correct? They're, they're all voluntary roles. All
27: voluntary roles. Which, yes. is,
9: which is fantastic. And, I've, you know, I've volunteered in the past and will do again in the future. But does, does not part of you think... Um, You've been, I can't think, what's the right word, undersold, betrayed, let down? Because y- you have skills that, that that could and should be earning you a living.
27: I totally agree with you. I mean, I do get days when I feel like that. But then the other side of me comes out, which is to help other people. Um, and I feel as if I'm earning my pension. Um, so it, it, I kind of get a balanced view in my own brain, if you know what I mean. I, I, I don't feel as if I'm being let down nowadays because I'm into my 70s. Mm. But I do look around me, and, and where I live, there is a number of people in um, bungalows who, who are all in the same age group, and most of them are struggling and would like to find some kind of work, but find it very difficult.
9: Do you do you not think, Peter, that, that you'd just like to just, just pack it all in and, and read loads of books and watch loads of films and, and you know and go all around the world? Do you never do you never feel that?
27: Well, we've done the world trip and we've done the reading of books and I've done uh, what I find gratifying is actually giving some of my experience over to other people and helping them out. So, you know, one example of that is my son who's made his way up in the same business that I, I was in and I, he actually consults me. So it makes me feel as if I have if some uses still left. Um, but, you know, the experience I have has helped a tremendous mm-hmm. amount to build up the bus users group. Which was uh, non-existent five years ago.
9: And I guess, I guess you're, you're right. That's the thing. You talk about the, the, these people of similar ages who are perhaps doing less than you, and uh, but perhaps some of them, some of them feel that they are, um, they're not contributing to society. That, that that they are
27: useless. I don't think people feel useless. They just feel uh, uh, slightly exasperated that they they would like to contribute more to society, and what they find is that they get the door. Sort of mm. not slams, but certainly close very slowly. G- 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 them.
9: Yes, g- gently, g- just gently shut in their face, else. yes. Uh, Peter, well, listen, you're an inspiration to lots of people, and I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. There we goes, Peter Ballantyre. I won't read his, um, his full list of uh, his CV again, it's too long. It's far too long. let just just say he's a very, very busy gentleman. 08 oh, wait, 455 five, four, 555. <laughs>
10: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Milton Keynes, things looking heavy between the Kingston Roundabout and the Brinklow Roundabout in both directions. Also on the speed sensors, the A6 southbound is queuing at the Clockhill Hill roundabout. Uh, on the A6 further south in Luton, things are very slow towards the centre of town from the Stockingston Road. And the M1 still struggling between Junction 10 for the Luton Spur Road and 10A for the Kidneywood Roundabout. On the M25, anti-clockwise we've got delays between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio.
10: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
12: This
4: is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 8.30. I'm Simon Oxley. The Bishop of Bedford has told Three Counties Radio that the system of payday loans is out of control. Up to a quarter of payday lenders will fail to meet the new rules governing the way they operate, according to the Financial Conduct Authority. Police have confirmed that a lorry driver died in yesterday's crash on the slip road from the M1 to the M25 in Hertfordshire. And St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. Ten projects nationwide will receive a total of £30 million pounds under plans announced this morning three counties sports
4: bbc three counties radio
0: Luton are closing in on the conference title after two goals in the last eight minutes. Gave them a 2-1 win at Dartford. Pelly Ruddock and Andre Gray were the scorers. His assistant manager Terry Harris.
15: They made it very hard for us and um, we started off as a 4-4-2. So certainly in the first half we was in control, you know. Mm-hmm. But both boxes, we, we, did, we didn't put our chances away in the first half. We had a couple of chances and we didn't defend the corner very well. And then you make changes second half and you hope one of those changes comes to the fore and Pelly came up with a good,
0: certainly for the first goal. Luton remain 30 18 points clear after Cambridge also won, but three more wins will be enough for the Hatters. Stevenage are off the bottom of League One, but still in the relegation zone after a goalless draw attempt to lead us Wolves, but an important point for Graham Westley's side. They're the top side, they're champions-elect, they're, they're in good form, not been conceding a lot of goals and they've been
16: scoring a plenty, so um, it was always a game that people were going to probably feel was there for them to win rather than us, but I thought the lads you know, showed what I've been saying, which is that... In 2014, since we brought one or two in, we haven't been a bottom side. We were bottom because of the start that we had to the season.
0: Manchester United drew one all at home to Bayern Munich in the first leg of their Champions League quarter-final. Here's manager David Moyes.
17: I think hopefully tonight it shows that you know, we'll be there. We'll, we'll go toe-to-toe with them and we'll try and come out on top. It's a tough tie, but we all all believe that we've got a great chance in the competition. We really do. Our best football has been in this competition and we'll need to show our best football when we go to to Bayern next
0: week. Tonight, Chelsea are away to Paris Saint-Germain. Hemel Hempstead are nine points clear at the top of the Southern League Premier Division after a 2-0 home win over Chippenham. And Tiger Woods will miss the US Masters golf later this month after having surgery on his back. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at nine. Call 08459
4: 455 555.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: And lots to cram in before JVS takes over at nine o'clock. Um, payday loans. Let's read a couple of texts on payday loans. Zasha. Oh, Zasha. That's a nice name, isn't it? Zasha.
6: Beautiful. Z
9: a s c h a.
6: Do you think that's a man or a woman?
9: I think it's a. I think it's a beautiful um, Middle Eastern woman.
6: Well, there was a boy called Sasha at my school. Yeah,
9: it was this Zasha.
6: Well, I think he might have been Zasha.
9: Well, he would not He Pop-pol-ish was Sasha. Parents. Yeah, I had a Yugoslavian kid at my school called Sasha. We used to call him Sergeant Sasha. I have no idea why.
8: Oh. Good ma- story.
9: My friend Malcolm drew a picture of him bouncing down a hill. I don't get. I don't know why. Um, but Zasha, Zasha, purely not relevant at all. Man or woman, and you know, whereabouts is it from? Just so
6: we can picture you. Just
9: you know, but you, we you, you, you want to pigeon you, pigeon, pigeonhole you. <laughs> Do we? Um, probably best you don't tell that story, uh, Kelly. Zasha says I took it out. To, took out a two hundred pounds payday loan in December twenty twelve. It was Christmas. I had to go home and I had to buy presents, but simply couldn't afford it. The following six to seven months were the worst time of my life. I couldn't repay it, and the amount got bigger and bigger. I was completely down. Eventually, I just decided to use all my wages to pay it back and get it out of my life and then hope for the best. It was a very tough time. I've learned a lot from it. I'm much wiser now. Saving up money monthly for when times get tough. That's the thing. Saving is kind of the, is kind of the thing. I once got caught out by a terrible tax bill. Yeah. Um, Ten years ago. Terrible tax bill. And uh, the, the, the best advice anyone gave me was just put, put half your money away. And unfortunately, enough, I'm in a position where I can do Put half your money away, that's your tax. And then you'll have, you know, at the end of the year, if you've played it well, you'll have some spends left over for a little treaty.
6: If you can afford it, it's if well you, worth having.
9: If you can afford it, because not everyone all, can do we're that. We're
6: all a tax bill or a broken boiler away from this kind of stuff.
9: Seriously, two, was it two wage packets or something? And I, 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 I think a little bit of bad luck uh, in terms of personal life or work. You're in trouble You could be totally in trouble Um, Prior to the credit crunch crunch, This is uh, another uh, uh, text here The banks gave you easy money You could literally click for a 5k loan Or 12k credit cards Hours later you had the money I know, I ran up £80,000 of debt The first 10k was to get by The rest was to pay interest and other loans It just spiralled Still paying it off Tip of the day, don't borrow if you can help it 8459 455 Catherine's been invited to a school reunion. She don't want to go. Sarah's in Harpenden. Morning, Sarah. Morning, Ian. Have have you you been to a school reunion? I
20: have. It was great fun. Tell Catherine she must go.
9: Why was it so... First of all, how old were you when you had the reunion?
20: Um, 30. 30. Hang on a minute! You only left school about ten minutes. Ten minutes before that. No, 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 not at all. You know, I was thirty when I went to the school reunion. I left yeah. at sixteen. Yeah, okay. So, and that was in nineteen ninety-eight. So.
9: Hardcore. Happy hardcore. Did you, you? Was there any doubt in your mind? Were you? Were you a little bit anxious about going?
20: No, not really. Not at all. And what happened when you got there? What was it like? Well, it was great. We went, um, it was a local pub, yeah. and the evening was really good fun. Everyone was enjoying themselves and having a laugh. Kind of, as the evening progressed, the drink flowed, as yeah. it does, you know what it's like. Beautiful. And a few people decided to cop off with each yeah. other. Yeah,
9: and the fact you've used the word cop off, me yeah. because you went straight back to your teenage self.
20: Absolutely. But, I didn't do the copping. Can I say copping on the BBC? Is that can, all right? You can say copping,
9: just about, yes. Oh,
20: good, good. Well, there was one man and I knew, yes. and he was a bit of a lad at school, yeah. you know the type. Oh, yeah. A bit I know-it-all, that yes. sort of... Yes, and he—I knew he was married by now. Yes, and he was copping while he was married. He was coping, wasn't So he? while he was doing the copping I yelled in his ear, "I'll get back to your wife," which wasn't very good.
9: That—that's that, really going to put a dampener on any romantic scene. Uh,
20: and then I went home, because my kids were young at the time, yeah. they were babies, and I forgot all about it. Anyway, this is a good bit. About four months later, yes. this said man walked into my place of work at the time. Oh, yes. I was working as an auxiliary nurse in a local <laughs> here maternity unit. Yes. Right, and he came in with his wife, oh, no. not the person he was copping with, no. and the wife was really heavily pregnant, obviously going in there to give birth. Oh, no. And I had to show him to a bed, and you can imagine... Uh, How mortified he was when he saw me.
9: Oh, I I, I can imagine that exact feeling, yes. It
20: was. But do you know what? You add insult to injury. I'm really bad like this. I said to him, Oh, hello, hello. How are you doing? Wasn't the school reunion good? Didn't you have fun? Oh, no. Right in front of his wife. Oh, no.
9: Did he say anything
20: about it? He didn't. He just went bright red and he
6: was mortified.
9: Blimey, Sarah. Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Well, that must have sold it to you, Catherine.
6: That sounded like a whole heap of <laughs> No, I'm not going. OK,
9: that's absolutely fine. That's, um, oh, gosh. I was, I
6: was starting to soften.
9: I'm feeling... I, I completely softened. I'm feeling that guy's... I've got that that anxious knot in my stomach for that
6: bloke. Can you imagine? He walks in through the door... <sighs> You, you've got to pray it's a quick labour, haven't you? In that circumstance,
9: <laughs> Deary, dearie, naughty gentleman, and well done, Sarah. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the uh, telephone number. We're talking about uh, the, the uh, break, the road safety charity want um, to lower the speed limit in built-up areas to twenty miles an hour. Um, got a couple of texts here. Paul Senior says the speed limit should be twenty miles per hour past all schools and in culdesacs. There was another. There was another set sort of texts that were angrier. Here we go. This is it. Ken in Red Bull. 20 miles per hour is right on the line between third and fourth gear. You would spend all your time dancing between the two. Sounds harsh to say, but people who have lost loved ones to car accidents are in the worst position to make judgments on these issues as they are channeling their grief into it rather than getting on with their lives. And Tony says, Ian, I'm sick of these road-calming measures. All the speed bumps and potholes just make driving a nightmare. If you want road-calming measures by schools, then ban cars during certain times of the day. Stop parents driving their kids to school. After all, it's mostly parents driving like nutters to make it into school on time. Walk to get some exercise. Keep the roads clear and keep the kids off the road, says Tony. Pat's in Dunstable. What do you reckon, Pat? 20 miles per hour speed limit. Good idea or not?
18: Uh, it'd be a good idea, but uh, what trying to watch the speedometer all the time is—is is not going to help? Because it's only really, you'll be running into other cars. Why not have some kind of a warning uh, to tell you the speed you're travelling at? A warning? Yeah, yeah, you need some kind of a warning device because what's What watch both of the cars when you're driving? Now you can't let him see the speedometer. Well, you can. It's it's in front of you. It's not in front of you. It's, 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 it's not down, behind you, is it? It's, it's down underneath, and you, you have <laughs> got to look down all the time to see the speedometer. It's arm. not
9: down underneath. You have to. Your eyes are look right. I'm in my car, right? Okay, and I'm looking at the road, and I'm, I'm moving my eyes down. There's a the speedometer. I'm back up to the. I'm back up to the road. It's taken less than a second. There it is again. I'm back up. Less than a second.
18: Yeah, well, everybody's driving so close now. and that's second, you can be running into the back of another car.
9: Well, no, because, OK, here, here we go, Pat. Let me t- A car isn't going to appear, probably not, if you're on a straight road with no turnings in less than a second. I'm looking ahead of me. I can see uh, there are no cars. Looking down at the speedometer, looking up, there's still no car.
18: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I
9: agree with you there. Ah, thank you, Pat. Pat, would you ever what? go back to a school reunion...
18: I don't even know what you know by a school reunion. Well, you know school. Right. Yeah, you know a reunion. Yeah. Put them together. School reunion. Right. What, what would you have to do if you went back to a school reunion? Maths. Physics.
9: No, I'm only kidding you. You get back, basically, with all of your, your mates... Do you, do you, do you realise what age I am? Um, 62. I'm seventy-six. Well, flipping heck. it would be nice, then, wouldn't it, for you to get back with all of your school friends and have a, maybe have a few beers. Do you like? I don't know if you like beer. I don't drink. You don't drink. Oh. No. Right. Okay. Well, you could get back with your school friends and you could um, sup on a sprite or a Seven Up and, and just talk about
18: the old times. Would you like well, that? I have. I have. I have got friends. Oh, why? Because I don't live in. The, I don't live in the country where my friends mm. are. Oh, would you... Are you never tempted to go... I'm, I, I'm Irish. You're what, sorry? I'm Irish. Irish? Yeah. I would never have guessed. You would no. Well, I've been, in the, I've been in this country 45 years. You've, you've lost, lost the Australia. accent. You've lost the accent. I'm Irish from Australia, Canada, America. See, I can, I can hear Canadian.
9: I can hear a yeah. little touch of Australia. It was Sydney, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. hear it. I can hear
18: it. But um, yeah.
9: I, I, I cannot...
18: Here, the Irish. All right, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you, Pat. Yeah, well, uh, it'll, it'll be, it'll be there very shortly again because I'm in the process of selling up at the moment. Are oh, you going to go back home? I, well, I have to get, I have to get out of here because i I Why are you, in, are you in trouble or something? Oh, I'm big trouble here. Why? I've had a attempted murder twice in my old house. He, uh, gosh, that was a surprise. What you?
9: Someone's t- attempted to murder you? Yes, in my old house. Wow. What, um, I, can I ask how recently that was? Uh, three weeks ago. Blimey, Pat. What Was it someone, without giving any names
18: or anything, was it someone you knew? Or was it a no. stranger? No, it wasn't somebody I knew. It's gangs of youths that live in outrageous adults flying around on bikes terrorising the whole community Gosh, and, 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 and the police won't do anything about it if you, when I ring up the police as soon as I hear my name they hang up I've actually written now to the MP who doesn't live in, in Dursley. he actually lives in St Mark's in Kent well Pat uh, listen I, I wish you the, the very
9: best of luck with, with whichever um, direction your life heads in and I yeah, appreciate you sharing back. your
18: story with us yeah, if I could still stay alive. Let's keep our uh, fingers
9: crossed on that, Pat.
18: I, I wish well, you... Have... At, at, the, at the moment, me and my wife can hardly walk outside the door without without being abused. Well, uh, and the poli- you're saying the police won't do anything about that? Was, as soon as they hear my name, they hang up, they'll put me on hold. They, oh. they, they won't talk to me. Why do you think that is, Pat? I do not know. I do not know. Well, I, if, I, I, if I had an answer, I I, I would. Well, I
9: suggest Pat, if you genu- if you genuinely think that your life is in danger, I would suggest uh, you you keep getting in touch with the police and you don't take no for an answer. And whether that be on the phone, I would suggest you also write them a letter. And I would suggest uh, that maybe you take a visit to the police station.
18: I've done all that for the last three years. Gosh, I've done all that for the last three years. i was also cost me £25,000 because the, the bond the camper van ahead, yes. the bond the opportunity care, and the bond the astronauts Christmas night outside the house. When I got in touch with the insurance, they refused to pay. I'll tell you what we'll do, Pat, if you don't mind. Yep.
9: Should, would you like us to put a little call into the police? You can do, yeah, please, yeah. But th- I can't promise anything, Pat. We, we have to end it there. Uh, I can't promise anything, but we'll put a little call into the police and um, we'll just see. Maybe there's a misunderstanding somewhere uh, along the lines. Well, there's evidence, Catherine. If, if ever we needed evidence, that everybody has got a story in them. Hi, Everybody has got a story in them. Uh, you phone up about one thing and with just a little little gentle um, pulling of the thread uh, that, that everyone has a story in them. I was not expecting that.
6: Right, well, I'm going to put a call into the police after the programme.
9: Catherine, thank you very much indeed. Gosh. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel news now. Here's Alice. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Chesant on the A10 southbound, there are queues between Turnford and Waltham Cross. Also on the speed sensors in Hartford, we've got queues coming from the A10 towards the centre of town on the A414. At the Park Street roundabout, all approaches are queuing at the moment. And also on the M1 London bound, things looking very heavy on the slip road to the junction 6 M25 clockwise. Uh, The M25 itself, anti-clockwise, slow going between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Alice, thank you very much. A little bit of business to do on Twitter. We talked about we're having a 90s week here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Richard has tweeted me, ah, the glorious 90s when you used to be on the telly and actually funny block. There we go. Right, it's 8.46, it's Wednesday, the 2nd of April. I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Bishop of Bedford has told this show that the system of payday loans is out of control. St Albans Cathedral is to receive over £4 million in heritage lottery funding. And in sport, Simon Oxley is set to... Oh, for goodness sakes, is he allowed to... You used to do the news, Catherine. Yeah, he's allowed to do what he wants. Really? Any old rubbish?
6: Uh, What's he doing? Claiming his money.
9: And I've, I've got to read this, have I?
6: Well, read it and I'll tell you whether you have to read it.
9: Simon Oxley is set to receive £5 after Luton moved another step closer to the conference title with last night's 2-1 win at uh, Dartford. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Stop laughing at Oxley banter, right? First of all, he's not set to receive £5 because it's not happened yet, so that's misleading. And secondly, he's really annoyed me with that.
7: Get your money ready. Uh, No,
9: and if I have to pay it, I will pay it without any qualms or any bitterness. I mean, I'll be resentful and I'll bitch about him behind his back, but to his face, I will be a gentleman. But that is out of order, what he's done there. That is bang out of order.
6: I'd say it was fair play. Fair play. (laughs) Would
9: you say that was fair play?
4: I'd say that's
6: extremely rude.
13: Beds, hearts, and bucks weather.
10: BBC Three Counties Radio.
13: So, mist and fog to clear, first of all. Before we have, a bit of a bright start to the day with some sunny spells around. It should start to cloud over later on, though, and there's always the threat of a shower. uh, Fairly light, though, mostly, and, of course, not all of us will see them. There's a light easterly breeze today with temperatures reaching 17 or 18 degrees Celsius, and, of course, don't forget we've also got high pollution today, too. Now, tonight, we've got some clear spells. It's largely dry uh, tonight, and it starts to cloud over as we head towards the morning, with temperatures down to 10 or 11 degrees, so quite a mild night, really. Tomorrow, a cloudy day altogether. Some showers around from the start, but uh, fairly light at the beginning, becoming more frequent and heavy later on in the day, with temperatures reaching 16 degrees Celsius. And then on Friday, one or two showers around. On Saturday, it's going to be a showery and breezy day with some brighter spells. On Sunday, though, a windy day, um, probably quite wet too, so not particularly pleasant, but we've got a high pressure building in the middle of next week, so we have got some settled weather to look forward to. That's your latest for. Every
4: weekday morning.
26: The shop didn't want to give me them back, so I went to the shop, paid them a fee
5: to get my cylinders back.
4: The JVS show fights for your rights and tackles your
5: consumer problems. I went to speak to this company. And I asked them what had happened. It took me absolutely ages to get through to anyone.
4: If you need our help, email show at bbc.co.uk. After our last discussion
5: about my cylinders,
4: the governing body showed up at my house on the following day.
5: And we could do the same for you. Thanks, Denise. And for the company for getting her cooker back up and running, here's your horn. The JVS Show,
4: weekday mornings from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
10: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey,
9: up, chop. Don't forget, tomorrow morning from six, we're celebrating the ladies that made the 90s rock. (laughs) That's not bad, actually, is it?
6: Oh, no, that makes me feel a bit... Yo. Oh.
9: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was that? That's was that daily. someone's? That's I thought it was someone's daily. stomach rumbling.
6: That's Dealey thinking about the ladies who made the nineties rock.
9: Tomorrow, tomorrow, Justin. But from six o'clock, we'll be celebrating the magic of the wonderful ladies that made the nineties so spectacularly rockin'. Yo, you did it again. What? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah? how I test the microphones at the BBC. Yo, what, what by um, abusing them in a it's horrible sleazy? Yeah, got some. Um, got some emails. Should I do some emails? Oh dear. Yeah. Uh,
6: you don't have to say it like that. Yeah,
9: yeah. I mean. Go ahead. Okay. You, oh, by the way, we've been invited to
24: a golf lesson. Do you want to come? Oh, yes. Oh, I've got a, a legendary story about golf, which le- I shall uh, tell you about yes. on the course. Legendary
9: story? <laughs> it's, it's
24: about my Jag. That, uh, when I was younger. He's, oh, uh, I thought you were going to tell us on the course. Uh, can I tell you quickly now? It's mm-hmm. only a 10 seconder.
9: Well, if it's legendary,
24: let's Yeah, have it. no, it is. Um, I, I was Such desperate a for a golf club Put the echo once. On. He was desperate for a golf club. I was desperate for a golf club. All my friends still play golf. I can't play golf because I can't be bothered with golf because to me, it's a bit boring. So I wanted to join the crew uh, back in, what, the 1990s. So um, I swapped 10 cigarettes for a golf club. (laughs) And um, (laughs) for that particular period, I was uh, pretty good. But uh, somebody still, and one of my friends has got it, and they're still denying it to this day. Somebody has still got that legendary Jag Club. If you've got it, Ben or Paul, give it back I've been asking for what the last 15 years just give it
9: back alright wow so so not actually a legendary
24: story just a dull personal rant no listen I I made magic Justin's
9: got beef and he's using my show to cook it
24: but I made magic with that jag so bring the jag back and I'll get back on the golf
9: course dear Ian, Catherine and anyway we're going to go for a golf lesson Mm, good dear Ian, Catherine and Kelly Catherine you really should go to the reunion. We still have get-togethers every couple of years and our schools ceased to exist in the early 1970s. So you're doing it every couple of years is too much. You do it once every 25 years. That's it. You can't, you can't... Hey, guys, what, and what will happen at this reunion, Catherine, at the weekend is everyone at the end will go, we've had so much fun, we must We must see each other more often. You'll all swap phone numbers, you won't speak to each other ever again. I
6: haven't got time. Yeah. I haven't got time for my existing friends.
9: Uh, almost every reunion, says Philip, we see someone who hasn't been to one before and they always have a great time. By the end of the meeting, it's as though we've never been apart. Oh, ar-
7: as you? quite <laughs> frightened of, by the way. Gosh,
9: you've changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I remember you now, Catherine. Yeah, yeah, you were short and blonde, yeah. <laughs> Our average attendance is over 200... Hundred fifty, and we usually have between twenty and thirty friends from our year. See, I wish I'm kind of wishing that someone would organise a school reunion for me. Now, I have there is talk of a reunion at my college. It's partly because it's for for the course, not specifically my year. So it's thirty years of this course, and it's because the 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 park that it's the the course the college is in is being sold off. So it would be private land. Uh, And I have just posted on the face page. It looks like me and my mate are going. Does anybody else who knows us fancy going? And I've written, guys, guys, (laughs) Beulah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, but it's a desperate plea for people I know to to go. Otherwise, that would be weird. Mm. That'd be weird. Would you you'd go to one, wouldn't you? Just in the drop of a hat. Yeah,
24: of course I would do. And, you know, I have to say that, that I'm very fortunate that I'm still in touch with a number of friends from school. Because <laughs> They're not they, so fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But I think I think that those friendships are are, are the strongest. <laughs> Most um, no, true. Absolutely true. <laughs> I like it when you get
9: sincere. I'm, s-
6: I'm still friends with my friends from school because they Ooh. are good friends. I kind of think the ones I lost touch with, maybe there's, there's a, reason a reason for
24: that. There's but then again, a reason. You might have lost touch because of a job or something like that. or You, you may see these people again and become very, very close friends with them. They, they could become your best friends. Oh, Jack, no,
9: Jack in Luton has texting. in, I went to a firm's reunion. you get firm reunion? That's oh, weird.
3: I won't go to those.
9: It turned out that I left the company just before it went bust. I was the only happy person there. All the rest were still bitter over their redundancies. Exactly. You've
24: been speaking to people about this, Just What have they had to say? Yes, I've been asking people for their reunion stories and whether Catherine should be going to her reunion this weekend. Here's what people had to say. No. Why? Because the
2: past the past. If you're still friends with the people that you went to school with, then that's great, but otherwise, no, don't bother. Oh,
24: you're a bit miserable, aren't you? No, no, I'm fine. I mean, have you ever
2: been to a school reunion?
24: No. I presume you got the chance and you said no? Correct. Paul, school reunions. Have you been to one?
5: Yes. Uh, About ten years ago in Oxford
24: to my wife's gathering. Ah, right. So it wasn't your own school, friends. It was your wife's. Um, What
5: was that experience like? It was quite good fun, actually. It was held down by the, uh, the river in Oxford in the park, so picnic and uh, it was quite nice seeing
24: her meeting up with all her old school chums etc. Were you a bit paranoid though because the ex-boyfriends would have been there? Uh, No not really (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know them from Adam so it didn't make any difference.
11: Sir, school reunions but you're up for them aren't you? No waste of time everyone one upmanship I've done better than you and uh, who's done better than the other one else and they're all
24: lying. (laughs) (laughs) So based on that you wouldn't go? No. Well have you been invited to them? Four of them four
9: yeah
11: and, and you
24: turned down every one yeah oh come on stop being so miserable <laughs> <laughs> better things to do no. <laughs> you can go there and lie yourself can't you
11: don't do lying good catholic boy
24: <laughs> bilkis school reunions talk to me
7: um i think it's just <laughs> it's lovely isn't it you know get to everyone together after 10 years you want to know what they're doing and how mm. everyone is some of them are married got kids and everything so it's just about a bit of a catch-up and, everything, and that's you've a... got one coming then Next year, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're organising, yeah, that's all I know.
24: (laughs) And do you think most people will turn up?
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, through um, Facebook and, you know, social networking. We've got a lot of
4: response and everything, Mm -hmm. so hopefully it's going to be a good one.
24: Yeah, I can feel the excitement. And just lastly, Catherine Boyle, our producer back in the studio, um, she's got a school reunion this weekend. Should she go? What do you think?
14: I think she should go. After how many years is she going?
24: I don't want to be rude, but uh, I'll probably say her age, probably after about 30 years. She
14: should definitely (laughs) go. She should
21: definitely go.
24: She'll be worth it. <laughs> I was, we were, Kelly
9: came up with a good idea. It's 18 um, years. Justin. 30. right? Because because um, Catherine, we've seen pictures of her as a kid. She was weird, geeky looking. <laughs> She's hot now.
19: Yeah, I'll along with her. She
24: should go and own that place. Absolutely, you know. Catherine, listen, t- take my advice. Would you like a Justin's final thought for the day? <laughs> Always. Okay. Um, As Ian says, you know, uh, an attractive woman, um, an intelligent woman, doing very well for yourself, got a very good family, got a good husband. Go along and be proud. Enjoy. It's not really a
6: a final thoughts go. It's
24: pretty limp. No, it's not. That's a good final thought. How did you
6: just round up my life?
24: Well, I I just said that uh, (laughs) you're doing well for yourself. You've got a a very good family. What's there to be embarrassed about? Go along and see your old friends and have a good time. Stop being so miserable.
19: Justin, thank
24: you
9: very much indeed. I'm I'm partly laughing at that. I'm partly laughing at how uh, Kelly Betts is trying to spell the name Teresa. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nigel's on the line. Good morning, Nigel.
19: Yeah, good morning. Hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hello. Um, I'd just like to find out, how do I get about, go about claiming my commission on the oh. uh, phone-in you've just done? Oh, go on, tell us why. To, the, why? Um, well, because um, Catherine tweeted about, what, um, a week, two weeks ago about this um, dilemma she had. Yeah. I tweeted back jokingly with a bit of a tongue-in-cheek saying, oh, there's a phone-in oh. on this. Oh, you and didn't do a face? Was...
6: I didn't know it was tongue-in-cheek. I thought it was a serious suggestion. Oh. <laughs> right.
19: no, 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 I mean, it was. It was a little bit. I mean, she it was. You do bit, winky face. I just want... But yes, I just needed to know how do I claim my commission? Well,
9: Nigel, seat. if you can make it to Prisoners, uh, our uh, local greasy spoon uh, in 20 minutes, we'll buy you breakfast. Oh, thank you very much. But I'm on my way to Stevenage, so oh, I can't go that mate. Opposite
19: direction. So never well, never well, mind. Well, listen,
9: well done, you. Thank you for getting in touch. And Catherine, we're getting your cast off tweets as, as yeah, content who for the show. Yeah,
6: you would do that. No, I've been going on about this for about three weeks.
9: Uh, uh, Nigel's a good sport. He's, uh, can we, next time you're off, can we hire him as a producer? Yeah, sure, yeah. And Teresa. Teresa. Good morning, Teresa. Hello, yeah you? you don't want to see how your name's been spelt on my screen. I didn't All know there right. were so many A's in the alphabet. Right, <laughs> what have you got
21: for us? What would you like to say? Uh, I went to a school reunion, yeah. and uh, there were three different types of... It was three different people, things that I noticed were there. One, pe- one lot of people, you suddenly think... Yes, I know who you are straight away, and yes. you start to... Think. Another lot of people, you think to yourself now... I vaguely recognise your face, but who are you? And you ask the person's name and they say who they are, and they and oh, yes, 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 I remember. And there's some people that come up to you and you say, hello, nice to see you, and you, you, they are, you ask their name, and they think, I've no idea who you are. <laughs>
9: <laughs> oh, Teresa, I've got to end it there because we're out of time, but what a brilliant call to end on. Thank you. Travel news
10: for beds, cards, and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Newport Pagnell, the A422 heavy at the Tickford roundabout as you head for the M1. Also on the speed sensors, things still very busy approaching the centre of Hitchin. The A602 is queuing towards the centre of town. And also heading towards St Albans, the Harpenden Road, very heavy as you go in towards St Albans. The N25 anti-clockwise, slow between 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Thank you, Alice. So, Catherine, have you decided, are you going to go to the reunion, yes or no? No. Oh, there we go. JBS up next. We're back tomorrow at 6. Ta-ta
4: and vocal across beds, hearts and
5: bucks.
10: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Wednesday, it's 9 o'clock. And on today's big phone-in, is it reasonable to limit drivers to 20 miles per hour in town?